Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. I, actually, I don't speak for Evan. I might speak for Evan, but I'm feeling a... Is some, she still dark? I no, no. That no. Was hard, Opposite. Like, <laughs> this week has been insufferable. Just across the board. <laughs> I'm getting him so mad. That's the big key to me. If Godshaw is not going to play in this game, then my, my pick might change. But... Tease. I, I, know, I, most guys go, if Joe Burrow plays, I like right. the Bengals. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm not sure. Tavon well, Gacha is well, the, that, uh, I mean, the that's deciding factor. Well, hey, Deep, uh, I'm going to invite you to to watch some film with me, and we can break down the film together, and let's see if your opinion on him changes. I don't know what this show would be without you know you guys and your relationship as kind of the anchor and you know your silly fights that you get into. We like, gotta step that up. You know, though. we've uh, <laughs> we've stepped away from that a little bit lately. Have you noticed that? You know, back in the day when I thought the team was pretty good with Brady, you guys didn't. So we fought. <laughs> uh, Paul Foods here, his 18 uh, incher just arrived. Uh, I'm not sure about your other emailer, but where do we sign up to watch film with Evan? Where do I send a check to not have to do that? <laughs> yeah. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. It's Thursday. It is time to put the hay in the barn, as they say. Uh, Patriots are getting ready for the Jets, and, of course, they've got another day of practice after today. But for us, this is it. This is our last day before uh, game day, so we'll be doing our picks today. Final thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys, everything else that's going on, you know, on around the team. Mike, Mike, some breaking news right now. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, This just in: Christian Gonzalez has been named Rookie of the Month for September. So, wow, him and C.J. Stroud. This is breaking news. So, so maybe like, you know, our praise of Christian Gonzalez is actually true. Like it's well, not just us being. I homers. don't know about that, Fred. I mean, we're pretty homers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we. Well, yeah. Speak for yourself. I'm a homer. Um, did Did we um, get accused of being a homer for our praise of Christian? Gonzalez? Well, we get accused of being a homer for everything. Yeah, I'm, I, maybe I'm just yeah. used to that. But I, but I, I get it both sides. But I think the uh, the film people just don't like yeah. me. <laughs> The film tells all. You're, yeah. wel- you're welcome, Christian Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, right. as, the, as your campaign manager, you, <laughs> yeah. are, you are welcome. Not just player of the week. <laughs> the month. Player of the month. The yeah. Rookie month. of the month. Rookie of the month. Whatever. Well, you know. Let's not get into semantics. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just really good. I just don't want to mislead anybody. Okay. It's nice. Rookie of the month. That's they, really good. They needed this. I yeah. mean, this is what they need. To get out of this hole, this is what you need. You need to draft talented guys in the first round who come in, make an immediate impact, are able to not look out of place going against some of the best receivers in the league, I still think, you know, he's, what, 21 years old. So, I mean, he's still got some growing to do physically, mentally, everything. So, uh, great start. And, you know, again, this is this is it. This is what you need. This has got to be encouraging if, if you're a Patriots fan, except for the guy who called yesterday. And you know said what we they say, if you them. want more talent, <laughs> draft talented guys. Yeah. And, you know, I think. If you want more blank, draft yeah. more blank. Right. Yeah, he, he's, so he's the, the fifth Patriot to win this award. Mac won it in his rookie year in 2021. But between Mac and... 
and the next guy oh. was Chandler Jones. Oh. Although, so there was almost topical a, a decade. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I didn't know that they. I thought this was something new. So I, Chandler Jones won yeah, rookie so the, of the month. Yeah, yeah so we the just first, don't win it a lot. That's so why for the I, the first Patriot to win it was Dion Branch back in two thousand two. This wow. is like but uh, you didn't write something up for that Paul back in two thousand two. No. Yeah, no, but they <laughs> Shane must have had to do that. <laughs> they went a decade in between and now they have the quarterback and obviously we'll see, but like the quarterback and your number one corner yeah. uh, are both winning this award now and I think that that, that is good news. Yeah. Like Deuce was saying, you really you had to draft better. Yeah. You had to draft better. And Gonzo is has clearly looked like a hit. Yeah. So far, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to put a, a red jacket on him yet, but well, he clearly looks like a hit. We'll give a little tease, Evan, because you talked to him yesterday in the I locker did. room finally and, finally and got some insight on his yes. Tyreek Hill comments. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Tyreek Hill had mentioned him on his podcast after the Patriots played the Dolphins and said, you know, that that rookie in New England, you know, pretty good player they got yeah. there. And uh, so I asked him about that. And uh, the the best line from it was, I'll see him later in the year. Loved that. Okay. Yeah. All so right. there was some, some competitive fire there, but he said he was happy that he got to match up against Tyreek Hill. And, you know, that was sort of what he was hoping That's, for. The and, only thing that's, it's, you know, mildly surprising is how quickly he's done well. Like, you know, I thought he was going to be good, but like how quickly he's, you know, uh, matriculated into the NFL. Yeah. Well, I think they've, you know, they've they've developed a lot of like, you know, undrafted corner, you know, guys that that maybe not necessarily dripping with talent when they come out of college and and you know, develop them into solid players and I think that's what's intriguing is like, all right, here's a guy who's dripping with talent. What can you guys do developing this guy? That's a good and point, Mike. It's a great start, you know. It's a great start. Exactly what you need in the league right now if you're going to compete with those good teams. So, you got to stack it now. You got to stack guys on top of that. You need Keon White and Marty Mapu to kind of start to come around a little bit, maybe start to play more. If, if Equale is out, maybe that is going to let White do a little bit more. So uh, it's a good start, but got to keep building on it. Yep. Um, Fred, you like to incorporate uh, Mike's roundtable yeah. topics I, into, I gonna, our, into I have, our Thursday I little, show. I have a little beef with Mike. I didn't feel oh. right about them today. Oh, yeah. I oh. felt like they were rush questions. Then by all means, I'm going to ignore my point that well, I'm going to make no, a Christian Gonzalez. Give me, give me some feedback. No, we got beef. Feedback. I'm glad you, you said that because I just felt um, the questions were a little stale. Yeah. You know? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I, I, well, you're getting into a little bit of a formula. and I, we got to break the formula. Yeah. You're right, Fred. I, I take this criticism and uh, I'll be oh, better. I'll do better next week. if you need me to take over. You got any questions? How bad's it going to be this week? Yeah. No, I was going to I was going to see this is what I mean. I get called a homer and I get called a ripper. What do the Patriots need to do to not be the worst team in the league? <laughs> so, the, I don't the, think he worded it exactly <laughs> like that, but Gonzalez um <clears throat> just to the point of like you said how quickly he's he's sort of assimilated to the league and and everything. Mike, you had the question about the most important offense and defense. And I would agree with Evan about the defense yesterday in terms of you, know, you got they're going to want to run, so you got to stop the run. But I'm assuming that's going to happen. And I think, again, it's Gonzalez with C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Because that's where they want to make plays. So I, I just think that speaks volumes that you just look at a guy like that and say, well, you know, maybe Jonathan Jones comes back, but Jack Jones is out, Marcus Jones is out, and – and I feel pretty good about the fact that Gonzalez is back there and going to have C.D. Lamb, who I think is really good. It almost makes you feel better about Jonathan Jones, right? Like, you know, it's not like, oh, we need Jonathan Jones to do so much. It's like, no, I think Gonzalez is what the ability that he's demonstrated so far just takes some pressure off of 
Jonathan Jones having to do everything, be that leader, making all the plays. Like, you know, it, it, it almost allows them to be a little bit more flexible with him. And, you know, both guys, really, I think it just it gives them options. And that's that's a great thing to have for a defense that game plan every week has to come up with something. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Jonathan Jones, uh, we'll get an attendance report later on when Evan comes back from practice. But uh, is he going to play this week, do you think? I thought he was going to play last week, yeah. so I'm not the guy to ask. I don't know. I got bad information from my source. <laughs> I, I think he's trend, trending in the right direction, I guess is the words I would use. I, I, I it, He would have been on IR, you feel like, if he was yeah. going to miss more time. So I, I feel like that's a good sign that they thought maybe it was a two- or three-week injury and we're coming on three weeks now. So uh, maybe, I, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's a... It's such a difficult thing to tell because, well, A, they usher us out of there in 30 seconds, but B, it's also just one of those like lingering, maybe high ankle sprains type of situations where you just don't really know when it's going to be good to go. So I, I would say, though, like we don't know for sure if it's the same injury <laughs> that he missed all the time with in camp. I'm going to assume it was. Um, you could That's a good second guess, though. Like Maybe he should have just opened the season on IR, hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Cowboys, I'm hearing that their offensive line is beat up. Right. You, you yeah. heard that, huh? Those, yeah. Did those you hear that on Tuesdays and Wednesday shows? <laughs> just scuttlebutt. When, yeah. when, when just, Evan and I were talking about it. You know, I'm keeping my ears close to the ground. It's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I, uh, well, I dug up, you know, Stephen Jones went on the radio and said, you know, thought possible, maybe, but all three guys missed practice yesterday. So it's, it's, it's an issue for them. Yeah, um, they all missed the last game. They did, and they still ran for – buck 75 or something like that against the cardinals but that those the cardinals defensive front is nowhere near as good as the patriots defensive front so if those three guys are out especially i would say zach martin in the center a baddish uh that's big Uh, that is big because i I think you know your guys in the middle there are are better than what the cardinals have so you should be able to take more advantage of that baddish I think it's Biotish. I don't know how to say Biotish. his name. I'm not going to lie. Biotish. All I know Biotish. is is that all three of those guys, if they change jerseys, <laughs> might be starting here, and they're all and they're all hurt. So that yeah. that's that's a positive. And Zach Martin might be the best Hall of Famer lineman in the league. Hall of Famer. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good. You coming to our side? Yeah. Yeah. You coming yeah. over? Yeah. Yeah. I'm One starting to feel yeah. pretty. We got the pretty top rookie in the good. AFC. Yeah. We got Mac Jones okay. in the NFL. The whole NFL deuce, not just the <laughs> AFC. So the other uh, <laughs> the other rookie of the month was C.J. Stroud. Yes, yeah. he's played well. I know. And if you had told me after the first preseason game that he was going to get yeah. get out of the gates really quickly, I would have been like, mm, yeah. that seems optimistic. He looked like. He was not really close to being ready. Yeah, it just shows you how meaningless those preseason snaps are. Yeah, because he has played reasonably well. Now he's not. Listen, he played three games. He's not there. Um, you know, he's got a long way to go. But he, you know, reasonably well. He's played uh, the first few games. Hasn't thrown a pick yet. You know, he's you know doing a decent job of protecting the ball, completing like sixty-five percent of his passes. And they've been okay. They've yeah. been competitive in their games, the, the Texans. You wonder how important it is for a rookie quarterback just to get off to a good start, you know, and just to not be overwhelmed out of the gate and then it kind of snowballs on you. Kind of what happened with Matt, you know, like he was, I wouldn't say coddled, but, you know, was managed well early on in his career and was able to have some initial success that, you know, maybe in some ways he's still trying to get back to that that kind of level. But it just enabled it. Like some of the other guys, it's like poor Trey Lance, you know, or, or Justin Fields who hasn't won a game since here. You know, those – kind of things I feel like just derail your development and, and just make it even harder on you than if you could just 
win an award like this and you know say hey I got some confidence in myself I think I can play in this league it's uh it's good for the Texans uh, did we have a transaction yesterday? Minor yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. The guy that Manny Evan, Jones. Manny Jones. Yeah, the guy that Evan said was at second practice. Year. Yeah, second year yeah. guy. A little bit of action last Defensive year. Defensive line. Yeah. 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 He's, but he's definitely more of an equale than yeah. Yeah. Uh, a godchild. Yeah, he's only like 290 pounds. <laughs> Small. Yeah. Okay. But, I, I mean, I hope – I mean, he's a practice squad guy. I'd be surprised to see him. But as I said at the top, I'd love to just see, you know, Keon White get a little bit more, you know, interior – third down pass right you know just let's see him do something a little bit different instead of just being our run stopping edge player which is you know kind of what his role was last and year. they still have a spot on the roster right yes yes yeah, yeah. equality spot uh paul you brought up the round table uh deuces round table. was there a reason why because I, I kind of hijacked that you you brought it up did you have some of the comment huh? did, did you have something did you have else? some constructive feedback yeah. for deuces i did well, paul? and i and i did <laughs> i guess it didn't resonate <laughs> What? Just to speak oh, volumes oh, oh. of Christian Gonzalez, the, like oh, Mike TV, said, you did. have one guy oh, yeah. on defense, and that's yeah. my guy. That was his, I, got I think he's going to need to um, keep C.D. Lamb under wraps. Okay. I mean, I'm not talking about shutting him down or anything, like no catches, but you don't want C.D. Lamb doing you know, the overtime touchdown catch that he correct. did where he was waving bye-bye to Mills. Correct. Oh, yeah. And don't, I think don't do that to Mills. I think <laughs> Gonzalez is, is probably going to be involved in that, so I think he's a really important player. Yeah. And you think that's the key to the game? Defense, key to the defense. Yeah, because I don't think the I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to run it for like 200 yards or anything like they want to. So they're going to eventually have to throw. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much attention they put on C.D. Lamb, the Patriots' defense. I mean, because Brandon Cooks really hasn't done anything uh, since he's gotten there. Michael Gallup had a good week last week, but he's more of like a jump ball guy that's going to catch a few of those down the field, maybe a game. So do they? Do they double him? Do they put safety help over the top? You know, as great as Gonzo's been against Tyree Kill, he had safety help over the top pretty much every time he was on Hill, uh, which is understandable. But in that matchup, does does he get the same treatment, or are they getting to the point now three weeks in where they're like, we don't even need to do that anymore. He can just cover this guy. I, I, I'm interested to see as they grow because last week they put him out there against Garrett Wilson. Granted, it was Zach Wilson at quarterback, but they didn't – tilt the coverage they didn't double him they just said you got Garrett Wilson and and he did fine so yeah. I, I, I was gonna say I just like Mayo's comments from Tuesday just talking about how much they moved CD Lim around so it'll be you know just interesting in that regard if you if you are gonna put Gonzo on or follow him around put him in the slot those kind of things when it comes to quarterbacks where do you rank Dak Prescott is he in your top 10 yeah yeah oh yeah yeah top 10 yeah. I would yeah. say he's right on that fringe yeah top third anyway it's hard, though. I mean, I, I'm always biased to what they do against the Patriots, and so obviously I still have memories of two years ago in my mind. But I feel like there's not a lot of quarterbacks that I'm so, like, up and down on. Where one week he looks like he looked here and, you know, throws for 450 yards and just looks like he can do no wrong, and then other weeks it just doesn't look as good. So I don't know. I, I haven't watched a ton of his games to think, but it, it seems to me like he's a little up and down at times. But I, I would still rank him top 10 really good player. I just I don't know what the – the disconnect. What's keeping him from getting into that, you know, upper echelon kind Playoffs. of group? Yeah. Playoff success. I'm a big Dak guy. I like Dak. You like Dak. Top ten, definitely. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. That little exercise that I did yesterday about all the, you know, where you have to get them, he was in my top ten. Really good processor. Like, a really underrated field reader, processing speed, like all that kind of stuff, and accurate quarterback. I, I think Dak's really good. Okay. I think I the injury maybe took, six through ten though. Not not top five, but yeah. six yeah. through ten. 
I think that injury that he suffered a couple of years ago really took some of his running away. Yeah. Which I think was a big part of his game. So, I mean, I think he's still pretty good. Yeah. So, how do you, how do you handle him? Do you just keep him in the pocket, make him get out of the pocket? What, what what's what's the game plan? I mean, I think Dak? like Paul kind of said, I think it starts with the run just to, you know, I mean, I think it's just a general I don't think it's a specific quarterback thing. You know, it's just one of these where you have to be on your P's and Q's on all three downs, and you have to, you know, get those early first down, second down stops, get to third and, you know, manageable and long and, and get them off of time. I, I mean, I think it's it's kind of your traditional football. It's not a Lamar Jackson, we got to right. do this, or, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, it's a – they're a traditional offense. They're an old-school, under-center, run-the-football type of offense. They want to play smash-mouth football, and – stay ahead of the chains and possess the ball. I think they've run the most plays per game in the NFL, like well over 70 plays a game. Uh, so they, they want to possess it. They want to run it. And if you're the Patriots, I think that's number one on the list is stopping the run. In the first two games, Fred, it's the poster child for the offense. What I say, like, yeah, great. You could do that. You're not going to score. Because all the numbers would tell you exactly what Evan just said. They possess the ball. They rack up, you know, tons of yards. And then they get in the red zone the last two weeks, and there's something like two for ten um, in red zone opportunities, uh, something you know, something like that. And at the end of the day, offense. And I know that you can be deceived because they won forty to nothing and thirty to ten. The offense was not responsible for a good chunk of those seventy points they scored um, last week. The the sixteen, that's about what they've done. Yeah. Um, without getting set up by the defense, which in the first two games they created a bunch of turnovers and either directly led to points or short fields. So you can do that. You can run the ball and be successful running the ball. you got to score, yeah. and they haven't. They're 27th in red zone percentage right now. They've kicked a league-high 10 field goals. It's 10 for 10. So the, they the kicked a bunch Aubrey. of field goals, and they're a team that is just ground and pound, and the coach has said it. He said that he wants to possess the ball, rest his defense, run the ball, and uh, you know that's why they let – Kellen Moore go was because Kellen Moore had a he completely was scoring too many points. <laughs> Seriously, he said that Kellen Moore wanted to light up the scoreboard. I don't. I don't want to play that way. I want to. I want to play old school Is football. Is that weird? Yes. I mean, I mean, too many points. Like, what's wrong with scoring points? This is know. this is why I'm bit it's on the Patriots. There's got to be something else. Yeah, there's got to be something. Got sick of working I think with them. I think got he looked stale. at him as a threat. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I think you know in Dallas inherently you're always on the hot seat. Right? Yeah. So I think he looked at him as like, they're going to get rid of me and they're just going to give it to this guy. Any thoughts on their running back group and those kind of smaller, quicker types that, I don't know, it's really. I'd rather not see those guys. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't know why. I can still have memories like Miles Sanders and, you know, guys who had some success against the Patriots. I don't know if that's like a schematic thing, really, but I, those little ones always kind of frighten me a little bit. Yeah, back in the day, it was always the power backs that the Patriots shut down. Yeah. And they the got smaller, no problem shifting playing guys the big physical gave game, them a little bit more trouble, especially yeah. if you threw the ball to them. Yeah. Um, this is more of a power running attack, though, with, like with, Evan's with been talking little, yeah, about all with, week. But with little guys running it. Yeah. 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 Well, Tony Pollard is explosive. He's good. Oh, he's, he's a good great. player. So yeah. He's, he's kind of like maybe where he Mostert, mm -hmm. you know, where like if you let him like Mostert did in that game, you let him get loose, it's going to be a 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. So you, you have to keep. Uh, you know, all three levels ha have to be on their P's and Q's to to make this this run game uh, stop this run game. But uh, I I just am so just 
disappointed as a Dak fan for like their passing game. It's just so rudimentary and like there's not a whole lot down the field. He's only thrown eight passes deep down the field so far this year and all of them are just like you know 50 50 balls to cd lamb where he's just hoping the guy's gonna make a play on it it's not schemed it's not creative in terms of the of that part of it and like you know mccarthy got a lot of criticism towards the end of his uh, packers tenure for being watered down offensively and everybody said oh he ran slant flat like 20 times a game and like stuff and here he is again just doing the same thing so do you think that there's any chance that those numbers are a little bit skewed by the the games the first first two games in particular i mean the first game i mean yeah i mean we got home after our post game show i put the second half on it it, they didn't even he didn't even like first of all he didn't play in the fourth quarter yeah and he didn't really even throw the ball in the third quarter. Like, the game was over. Yeah. I just wonder if maybe that's why some of the numbers are – It could be. Yeah, I mean, I, I just thought that that's what it was against the Cardinals, too. Like, I I watched, you know, the Jets game the week before because I was watching the Jets, and I remembered that that was their game plan. And I was thinking, okay, well, Jets defense, that's what the Jets defense gives you, right? Like, you're not going to take big and shots. And they had a big against, lead in that game, too. Yeah, you know? you're not going to take shots down the field against this Jets defense. That's a <laughs> recipe for disaster. And then they did the same thing against the Cardinals. Like it was, they didn't even change it against the Cardinals. You have a much weaker defense, and I was just like, "This is just them. Like they're just a, a underneath, you know, quick game uh, RPO. Like that. That's how they throw the ball." It's weird in some aspects, and not not all. Like like you're talking a little bit about their offense, but like they have that number one receiver. They have, we all admit, a top ten quarterback. These are all the things that Patriot fans are clamoring for. Like what we wouldn't give to have a CD Lamb. And yet their coordinator and their attack is kind of got the now, – Now you understand where I've been coming from right. all it's week. A, I mean, it's in some like, ways, what are you I doing? Mean, I realize that both offenses are similarly unproductive as far as points on the scoreboard, but they kind of get their different routes. And, I, you know, I think it's almost if you could mesh, like, some of Dallas's talent with some of New England's scheme, you might actually have – really have something. But uh, just an interesting kind of – and Bill yesterday talking about all the talent that Dallas always has on the roster and – you know, all those things that, that we talked about. They took a a, an offense that has a top five offensive line, a top 10 quarterback, and an elite receiver, and said, We're going to run a high school offense and put them under center and just run the ball. Yeah. Which, cool. Like, if you're the Patriots, like, let's play that kind of game. You know, let's run at Jawan Bentley and Devon oh, Godja yeah. and let's see what happens. You yeah. know, like, that, I take my chances all day with that. It's, it's weird. I, I, I don't understand it. I, you know, like Paul said, there's got to be something else going on. Like maybe they don't think Dak is as good as we do. You well, know? And, and if it plays out like Evans laying out, like you think they really have to like question themselves because this is if, if it is that way and that's how they come out and do it. This is what the Patriots do. Like it's running right into the teeth of what the page how the Patriots want to play. So I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to and see. He did throw some picks last year. Yeah, um, Dak, he did. So maybe you know for all the lighting of the scoreboard that bad, bad, bad. You know, maybe they threw too, too many, many picks. Points. That was one thing that Dak has openly talked about is throwing, turn the ball over less. And maybe that was part of it. And I think, you know, like Paul said earlier, they don't really want to use Dak as a runner. You know, he'll scramble some and every once in a while situationally they'll use him on like a zone read concept or something like that. But they haven't been as gun heavy because they don't really want Dak as a part of the running game. So this has now become a traditional running game versus like what you would face with old Dak where they have the two headed monster and they're kind of exchanging carries. They don't really do that anymore because they want to protect the quarterback. So I, I don't know if, 
they could completely come out and, and surprise me and throw the ball 40 times and it would be a completely different game plan, which is what I would do if I was them because yeah. – if you can get to 25 points against the Patriots, we, we know ding, what the, the, the outcome is going to be. But if you r- want to run the ball and the Patriots want to run the ball and all of a sudden it's this game where only eight drives per team and each team is running a bunch of plays, then it's going to be 2017, which if I'm the Patriots, I'm gladly taking that. Okay. 855-PATS-500 is the A-Sticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. We've got picks today, so we've got to hurry. Oof, we're already behind. Yeah. Let's see what uh, fans have to say. We'll get them in now. Uh, Matthew's in New Mexico. What's up, Matthew? How's it going, guys? Um, beginning of the show, like Mike's exactly right. We should be through the roof pumped that we actually hit on a first-round pick. And Evan is right from yesterday. If we have any gripes with Bill, it should be the day two picks. Like, I almost wrecked when you guys said they only played 10 snaps yesterday. But um, uh, right now, um, the good feeling about the Cowboys, I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that Micah and the defense is going to be too much. Um, what would you like? What is the plan to stop Micah? And would you guys put Micah above, like, TJ Watt and Aaron Donald? And last thing, um, we were talking about, like, the wide receivers in the draft. So I guess this one's for Evan. What would be better for Mac Jones, like a guy like a number one receiver, whoever it is, or a guy like Brock Bowers? All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, it's a good question. I mean, Brock Bowers is going to be a top ten pick. He's a tight end from Georgia. That's outstanding. So he he's going to be a top ten pick. So I I don't know if we want to be taking Brock Bowers, <laughs> especially if you're if you're picking in the top ten and you're the Patriots, you're you're probably thinking quarterback like you're not really thinking necessarily a tight end but uh i i, I don't know i i think the the number one receiver thing is like always to me like well who is it right like you know is it marvin harrison jr or is it you know one of these other guys that i've seen some buzz about but i'm not like totally sold on yet so we'll see what ends up happening i mean that's my that's my half-baked opinion on that because i i haven't done a done I like a the of idea of stuff. a guy like bowers but you know Tight end if is the quarterback's high. best friend. Well, I mean, plus you have two tight ends that are in the last year of their deals, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, what about his question about, you know, game planning against Micah Parsons? Block him. <laughs> Find him. Good, good job, Block him. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, w- I would I – mean, I, I, I mean, I just think he's – he seems special to me. I mean, I, I Aaron Donald's a different player, but I, I see it in that role where, to me, when you watch Aaron Donald, it just jumps out how good he is and how strong and – you know, dominant and, you know, no disrespect to the Bosa's or TJ Watt or anything, but Michael Parsons stands out to me as just so active, so quick. I mean, it, it jumps off the field to me when I see I him. mean, if the Cardinals hadn't already done it, I'd say, you know, exploit his over-aggressiveness. Yeah. Like they yeah. did, run right at him and let him get past the Screens play and all and that. But I think Evan's right. I think they're going to overcorrect this week. And, you know, yeah. so it's going to be a ch- like it always is. It's going to be, a you know... Uh, I know that you know that I know that, you know, that kind of chess match between the two teams. I think uh, this is going to be I, – I've been trying to think about it because I truly think that Micah Parsons is one of those rare talents that they might have something really unique yeah. up their sleeve for him. Like, that, like not just a traditional game plan where they have something – really really unique like maybe 
Pharaoh Brown like shadows him and whatever side of the line of scrimmage Pharaoh Brown follows him. They I've seen teams yeah. do that against Miles Garrett a little bit. Like really, so really like the two guys are like going yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Like really, really outside the box. Uh, I think it was last year. Trent Brown said that he wants to shadow pass rushers like corners shadow receivers. Oh, that's funny. So he wants to be flip. How sides. much would that cost you? I never heard that. With and I've never seen a team do that, which mm, would be means it's right up Belichick's right. alley. Right, and they've never. <laughs> oh, no, wait, oh, to, to oh, me, it's oh, just do you see you're I just asking thing. for penalties uh, when it comes to formation and false starts. If you do something like that, well, yeah, but doesn't I mean isn't the offense at a disadvantage though because they have to get set before right. the defense? Yeah, does, so. so that's what happened with Miles Garrett. Is Miles Garrett? caused a delay game because he just kept going back and forth in the tight end and then, the t- and then he and then he would go and that so they ended up That's getting silly. called for delay a game but i trent brown had said that and it always stuck with me like that would be interesting right like that would be cool and you have this no offense to vidarian low but vidarian low cannot block micah parsons and trent brown i think can block micah parsons and so i i wonder like i wonder if if how how much would that be a possibility? And uh, but like you know, traditionally, you know, ch- tight end staying in chips from the running backs, like all that stuff has to be on the table this week. Do you think that'd be like another contract negotiation? Well, I you played me a left tag, you gave me two million. Now I'm playing both sides, so I think I need another at the same time. <laughs> I need another. I need another I bump. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be interesting to see something like that happen. I hadn't. I don't uh, remember hearing that Trent Brown comment. That's yeah. really interesting. Um, in the past, these are the kinds of things that uh, the the game plan would would sort of neutralize. Is yep. that that one special player? I think this is a different kind of player, though. I don't think this is a traditional just defensive lineman. I think he plays enough linebacker and he moves around enough that I think you'll notice him on Sunday. I'm not telling you he's going to control the game because I'd be surprised if Belichick lets that happen. Yeah, um, but I, I think. But I think you'll notice him more than say like JJ Watt in some of those games. Oh, where yeah. he's more of a power. It's the same thing. He's just there every time yeah. they're just kind of stonewalling yeah. him. You and know he's what? Not he, impacting yeah, you know the what he's doing, and and they're gonna put extra bodies on him. It's just third and long, and I mean you got to imagine that they're gonna have a big target on Vidarian Low, you know, when they can yeah. and try to get him matched up over there. And I mean he's gonna need help. Farrell Brown's a great, that, a great call. That's just why to me it's it's not even about like who's the blocking this is like a coaching staff yeah. situation like the coaches have to have a plan for I mean, not like Parsons. Nathaniel Hackett and be surprised after <laughs> right. it's like you kind of cut me off guard yeah like you need I to can't believe an NFL coach said that I really can't <laughs> like you can't just say to Vidarian Lowe like just just block him, you gotta right? do it man just, this dude, week you got it right like you gotta have some real things up your sleeve to be able to handle a guy like that uh Mike's in Connecticut what's up Mike how you guys doing? Hey, Mike. <clears throat> you know, I, a lot of people complain about negativity, and I don't want to be negative, but this team is 4-17 and 17 versus playoff teams since 2020, and all four of those wins have, like, huge asterisks next to them. Like, yep. beating yeah. the Jets with Zach Wilson does nothing. We've seen it the last, like, four years. It doesn't get you more playoff wins. It doesn't really help you. you got to go win the games against the good teams, and they just haven't done it. Yep. You're right. That's I mean, and that's and this is shaping up as one that could be a win without an asterisk. Yeah, because you know the weather's not going to be involved, and, yeah. and as far as we know, it Dak Prescott's going to play. So you know, <laughs> Paul's still there's two more days of practice, right, right Paul? <laughs> as far as we know. Um, yeah. Just so you know, when did Jalen Phillips get hurt and miss the game? <laughs> yeah, Friday before Sunday. the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's not time. let's not pretend that it's out of the realm of possibility. But like I don't want that to happen. No, no. because no. I want God, no. I want them to beat a team. The he just said it perfectly. Right. The email yeah. like, like that. Yeah. I mean the yeah, caller. That, the, yeah, is it Mike? I'm sick of all the excuses. You know, yeah. like, we don't need. I don't want to beat these teams because Josh Allen's hurt. I want to beat Josh Allen. Like yep. that's what I want to do. Yep. Now you're totally right. You. Well, totally in order right. to get a, a read on the team, that's what you need to have happen, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's why when I was joking, surprise me. I mean, everything Mike just laid out, I'm like, that's the script right now. Surprise me, you know? Break yeah. that script. Beat a, beat a good team on the road that you're, right. you know, that you, you I mean, I know it sounds silly. Thanks, Mike. But one of the things that I'm, like, really, like, starting to get, like, is could this season be different kind of vibes? <laughs> it's you know, like I'm watching highlights of the Raiders and – you know, Garoppolo's in concussion protocol. Derek Carr's dealing with a shoulder injury. These are your next two opponents. Yeah. yeah. Like, these are the things that happen for the Patriots when they have a good season. You know, things elsewhere sort of fall into place. And now there's a chance that three out of your first six opponents will be playing their backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and those – but, you know, those are the games that, like, as you call them, Paul, those are the coin flip games, you know. And, like, like can Which we get – Which are less coin flippy if the backup right, quarterback is playing. And that's playing. a good sign, but it's still going to come down to can you beat Buffalo one or two times? Can you, you know, beat Miami next time you see them? You're going to give Kansas City a game? I mean, you know, there's a lot of good teams, too, that haven't been banged up. I mean, we'll see where that But that's what up, makes but. this game so much – Oh, so important yeah. to me is because if you can win this one and then you can really get some momentum by playing some lesser right. teams over the next two weeks, like even if it's Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo, I still think those are winnable games oh, absolutely against winnable. the Saints yeah. and, and Raiders. So, but especially given their health. I mean, you could be talking about winning four straight go, going into the Buffalo game, right. which is a much different conversation yeah. than what we've been having. Yeah, who's negative now, guys? Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking Thanks. about four in a row. <laughs> I've already put them at four and two we're, going. We're into one Buffalo. and two, and we have an AFC showdown at four and two Buffalo, and and against Miami the following week, and uh, we're going to win both of those two. Yeah, where am I? You guys are way too positive, people. Those are the callers. Uh, Bert, Bert on Burton Island says Paul has a mind like a steel trap <laughs> when it comes to football, but he can also be pretty weird sometimes. Nice. Yeah, I did agree. you notice that he will not say Pop Douglas? It's always yeah. Demario. Yeah. I think on the post-game show, he said something yeah. about how he won't call a grown man by a nickname. That I don't know. <laughs> Question for Paul. Do you always say Irvin Johnson? Do you always call the host of the post-game show Rob? My theory is that uh, there is no. No, but I know, I know Hardy. Um, in terms of magic, yeah, you're right. That, that's, a, that's a flaw in my theory. But I don't – I'm not a huge nickname guy. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I first came into – like, with – Magic Johnson, I didn't know him as Irvin. I knew him as Magic. Yeah. When I was a kid. Well, that's like Mac. He was playing like for Mac Michigan. is technically a nickname, but that's what. But he, it's it's but literally that, on his nameplate as Mac Jones. But that's <laughs> that, Mac's different too McClellan. because Mac is like if you call someone named William Bill. Right. Like that's short short of his name. You know what I mean? Not cool. Like, but he's right. I I would call Magic Johnson Magic, you know. But like you never heard me call Calvin Johnson Megatron, like. <laughs> Like I don't know, it's probably just a quirky so thing. He's right. I'm I, I'm weird sometimes. Gronk. He's right. Gronk. Good good email. <laughs> you, yeah, you, I uh, called Gronk Gronk. Absolutely. Rob. We get this. We get that critique a lot because I call guy like I'll call Gonzo Gonzo or I don't know if I do pop, but like I just do it because it's easier to say. Like I, it's not it's not so much about like I think yeah. I'm best friends with the guy. I well, just, that's kind it of just rolls off the tongue. And easier. that's kind that's of it. in my head. It's like I don't really. I'm like I'm not friends with these guys. I don't. I'm not casual with them. I don't. You know. I've been like, have I ever called Devin McCourty Dev? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, well, you know. But 
I, I don't know. It's he's right. It's kind of a weird quirk for me. I, I would that's say a more of a me thing. I than would anybody say else. Demario Pop Douglas, uh, one of the most friendly people in the locker room. Just Super a friendly. smile and how you doing to everybody that's in there. You know, people going up and just chatting them up a little bit. You know, not not like scrum style, but just always has a smile. Always interested to talk to anybody. He's, he seems like a really good kid. Yeah, yeah. I know he he walks by the media and what's up guys? high fives <laughs> like handshakes what's going on hugs always he's one of the talk. four guys in the, in the locker room yeah sometimes yeah <laughs> I, I also you know learned sometimes. some stuff from him yesterday that learned I'm you something gonna keep to myself oh yeah uh l from wisconsin i'm someone that has been super harsh on bill the gm but i'm not so blinded that i can't admit when he nails one gonzo was a player i can't wait to see how he develops my question is <laughs> what round pick do you think the patriots will get when they trade him in three years <laughs> Oh, that's that's, that's cruel. That's I, I just like that's I, really nasty. This I'll open myself up for the negativity. This is what we like. One of the things that annoys me about young players is the the declaration. Like three games, that's it. He nailed this one. Like, yeah, yeah. I love the pick. I loved the pick before they made it. I love the idea of him. Really excited. Really impressed. Everything. But can we just watch him play a little bit before we just say he nailed it? No, yeah. I think he nailed it. <laughs> well, he definitely nailed, nailed it. it. I mean, you know, I but I think to your point, Paul, for me, it, I mean, like just checking the box takes away from what he could be. Like you don't know. I mean, and and you're saying, you know, fr- from the good end or the bad end. You know, like I mean, maybe he falls up, but maybe he maybe he's even nothing better. compared to what he's going to be. Maybe yeah, he's right. Deion Sanders, right? And we haven't even seen him scratch the surface. That's yeah. where I'm at. With like it. he could be way better than even we think. Yeah. I'm not trying to do it on a negative side. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like he's played three games. You know, and God knows it really rained in two of them, so you can't play <laughs> offense in those two games. Did uh, I wasn't going to bring that, that up, was but did you did you hear did you hear your twelve million dollar receiver in the locker room yesterday on that? No. Oh God. What? So yesterday I asked which twelve million dollar receiver are we talking about? Juju. Oh, okay. I asked Juju about the two throws on third down. You know, just what what do you feel like happened? He he blamed it on the rain. Okay. Said he slipped. What is he, Millie Vanilli? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jess, see what you did there, though. Jess in Connecticut writes in, I emailed a few weeks ago saying the Wednesday shows are the reason I'm going to be surviving the break between my classes. Well, I had to write a four-page pager. Paper. Four-page paper. English. About public speaking and debates, and I incorporated Patriots Unfiltered into my paper. My professor is also an avid PU listener. <laughs> oh, we're Where bringing you go people to school? together. Yeah, we had it. Well, she's in Connecticut, so maybe a UConn or maybe – we had a full-blown discussion about Deep's email yesterday, and I got a 100 on the paper. <laughs> nice. Thanks, PU, for keeping my sanity during uh, my break and for helping me get good grades. Wow. I told you. Uh, I told you when that de- when Fred was done with Deep's email, I told you that's that's it's, a resonate. That's that, a good one. That's a good email. Bringing people take, at colleges take that together. Deep. Was that was a good email. Maybe that he's from Peoli, like Southern. Where do you go? Southern Connecticut, Eastern Connecticut, Central, Central Connecticut. I didn't like the email. You, you don't like the email? No. No, that was the one he that was critical of Evan, but it was critical of me, too. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Todd, North Carolina. Hey, Todd. So I kind of have a question for you. I feel that we need to get about over 400 total offensive yards to win this game, and I want to know how you guys would see that would split up. For me, I think I would like to see about 300 in the air and 100 on the ground, but mm. I have no idea how they're going to do it. But I think we need to get 400. What do you guys say? Thanks, guys. I'll take it up. What if it's like okay. 100 through the air, 300 on the ground? I actually never think of it that way, so I have no idea. Yeah, I just want to see points. They yeah. got to they gotta get in the mid to high 20s. That's it. 
If they score, they gotta score some points this week. Yeah, they score twenty eight points, and it's like on like two hundred yards of offense because the defense sets it up the whole game. Yeah. I, I I don't you care. You take it four pick, <laughs> four pick sixes. Yeah. How would you rank Dallas's defense versus the Jets? On par. On par. Yeah. I mean, it's I a think, really good defense. Yeah, I the mean, Jets I, defense <clears throat> is better. There's some. Yeah, I, I probably would lean that way, but I don't. They really good front, you know, and and Gilmore is not Sauce Gardner. Um, it might, you know, change a little bit of things. They're both talented teams with little spikes in talent throughout their defense. I just think nobody on I mean, Quentin Williams is good. I don't I just think Michael Parsons is, is a little bit better though. That'd be my vote. I vote Jets defense. Jets defense better? Better overall. Levels. Yeah. So they but without, Parsons, I mean without without digs. Like, I, I would I would give the Jets um credit um because they have the much harder job. Like these are like the things that I'm more they, interested yeah, in, rather right. than like they the, gotta be perfect. Rather than the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. When you, I used to say this about the you know, like the Manning Colts, when you go on the field every single time you touch the ball and know you can't punt or you lose, well, you punt once you lose. Yeah. That's a hard way to play, and I think that's the way the Jets' defense has to go on the field. They know if they give up one scoring drive, they lose. Yeah. And that's uh, Dallas doesn't have that pressure. So in that regard, maybe maybe Evans right, but I mean their top three. The top three in defense, top you know, top of the league in takeaways. Maybe they just beat up on some bad offenses and caught them off guard. Um, but I just th- think, I think that they're the, really good. I think the Jets linebackers are better. I'd, I'd take Mosley and, K- and Quincy Williams over the Cowboys linebackers, and then the Cowboys don't have Diggs. So you know, yeah, Diggs is a loss. There's no yeah. question about it. I don't. I just think he gives up as many plays as he makes. Uh, Williams and Fillum, what's up, William? Hey, Fred, how you doing? All right. How's the team doing? Everybody good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. How are you? Hanging in there. All right. I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, this this question is just for Evan. So, Evan, just kind of bear with me on this one, okay? Um, Nobody else so answer rather, this. Huh? No, go ahead. Okay. So, rather, rather the Patriots, if they lose on Sunday or Saturday or whatever they play, rather if they win or lose, they, when do you decide to say, okay, you know what? This team, I mean, enough of this. We trying to scheme and whatnot, but we know what it is. Devontae Parker ain't it, you know. Um, who else is it? Then we, oh God, I forgot the rest of the team. Uh, Juju is not it. Kendra Bourne's not it. Tyquan Thorne. We don't know what that's gonna happen. Even though I'm still big on him, hoping that he can just get it together. But do you pick up the phone at some point, like after the after the game, and say, look, you know what? Let's let's make a move. I know you're big on Jerry, Jerry Judy, so am I. But at the same time, we both know he's injured. He's a, he's a little bit injured prone a little bit. So, I mean, do you go up and give a first? For, well, give up. I guess you got to give up a second or third for him. But maybe a first for Devontae Adams, or or do you want to go all in? And that only I know it's a pipe dream to get Justin Jefferson, but that's because uh-huh. of build up. I, I mean, but I, I just don't know. When, he... do, when do you make the move? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would make a move for a receiver that elevates that group any tomorrow. Like, I, I don't, I don't have any holding back there. Justin Jefferson, though, interesting that you brought him up uh, on his, uh, I think it was Snapchat or IG story today, mm-hmm. put a message on there that says, "My defense stinks." It's unbelievable. My <laughs> defense stinks. Deleted it, of course. 
But if Justin Jefferson is caring about how good his defense is, Come to I know a Come team to that has a pretty good defense, yeah, and I don't do think I. the quarterback's that much worse than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just speaking my language, we Justin Jefferson. We missed you, you in the draft language. a couple years ago, but we're going to get you now. Fred's guy. That's where I'm at. See, that's why I like you, Evan. That's why I like you. Yep. There you go. Just talk to myself. I'd, I'd wait. I'd wait a, a four, couple. A I'd wait a couple game. years, William. In my yeah. opinion, you know, what's, we just let Bill. What's, what's the price? Let on Bill that work. One. Fred. What, Fred. What was that again? <laughs> what's the price on that one? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I just talked myself into a four-game winning streak and Justin Jefferson on the page. I mean, I don't mean money. I mean <laughs> assets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Take care. Thanks. Thanks, right. William. Thanks. It's a fair question, though, about the receipt. I mean, like, is there any world Devonte Adams comes here? There's, right, I mean, that's another one. Like, there's a possibility that some of these guys could be available in season that are not going to be retained by their teams next off. Uh, Justin Jefferson is not one of them. That was just me messing around. But, like, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, like, those guys are either pre-pre-agents or fifth-year option guys or whatever. And, like, if those guys come available in season because the Broncos are 0-6 yeah. at the deadline, then, like, Maybe that does. You're right move about it. the Bengals, though. I mean, if they were to somehow, you know, Burrow's kind of fighting it. They can't really get over the hump. They're back, you know, it, at some point, maybe you could get something for them now. And right, like know. if they're one and you they, know they're, they're one and two, do that, though, because it's not going to happen by Halloween. Yeah, but Devontae Adams, maybe. Well, I mean, that's Dave the one Ziegler. that you call it, right? Call up Ziegler and Josh, and you, like, please, like, you, like Higgins. At least you can, Fred. Will you please inform them? Yeah, Higgins doesn't cost you anything. I don't care. Adams does. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm they happy won't to do pay. that. No, I know. But, but Higgins, a boy can dream. Higgins can isn't going to cost him anything this year, <laughs> right? But he's and he'd be perfectly content to let him go. Uh, I don't. Think, Adams. I don't. Adams think, is going to cost you money unless like the. But then the Patriots are going to have to blow away the Bengals with a trade offer for him because they, they get rid of Garoppolo. Well, I don't. I don't think Higgins is available in a trade. I don't see the the Bengals being out of it at the trade deadline, and but, that's what it would yeah, take to make fair. that trade. No, but my point is, is with Higgins is that. Higgins wants an extension, obviously, for obvious reasons. So if you're going to trade for T. Higgins, it's coming on the the principle that you are also going to extend, give him a new contract. So if the Patriots are offering the Bengals a package that they like, but then T. Higgins is getting nowhere with the Patriots on a contract negotiation, then he he ain't coming here. Like, unless, unless the Patriots are blowing everybody else out of the water and the Bengals are like, we just have to take this deal, which we know isn't going to happen. Yeah, I think Jerry Judy is the trade deadline possibility that is much more realistic. I agree to me because I think the Broncos yeah. will be yeah. out of it, and you know it's it's not going to cost you a lot of money. I don't think he is the caliber of T. Higgins, so I don't think it'll cost you that much uh, in resources. I I, th- I think that's a, a guy to maybe keep an eye on. Uh, Rashad's in Baltimore. Hey, Rashad. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Um, first, I just have to say I got to say congrats to uh, Gonzalez because. I love the pick, you know, and I love I love the way he's going. Like, I mean, he he's looking like he could be he could be our our superstar. So that's something that that's something that like as the season goes on, that's something that I actually am you know looking forward to, you know, when I watch the games. But I gotta say for Sunday, I I think the Patriots do have a chance to win, but I really think it's, it's going to have to be. You know, I'm sorry to repeat, you know, but it's going to be a, a defensive game. Like, we're going to have to get, you know, two interceptions, maybe some pass rush. Like, I don't know uh, where Keon White is or, like, how many snaps he's getting, but I think he should get, you know, some more reps because he, 
he was looking good. And I know, you know, that's preseason, but I'm like, you know, just give him more chances because, I don't know, we're, like, I know we the Jets game was a good pass rush, but it hasn't really been a good, consistent pass rush, you know, this season. So I'm saying, like, maybe change it up. But I think we I think we could beat the Cowboys this week, but it's got to be a defensive game. Yeah, because I looked it up, and Keon White played 18 snaps for on Sunday against the Jets. And then Mapu played seven. So we with 10 yesterday, we were kind of split the difference there. But he had one play, one rush Keon White did that he hit Zach Wilson's arm as yep. Wilson was throwing. Yep. And Wilson actually and that, was going to hit a throw. Yep. That, <laughs> that play was there. Yeah. I know the play you're and talking he, about. He, Wilson made the right read and, and got the ball out on time and all that. But Keon White's just wingspan is just crazy. And he, he bull rushed the the guy into uh, Zach Wilson's lap and then just reached out with his arm and was able to get a piece of it. So. Even with those limited snaps, he's finding a way to make little plays here and there. It's just, you know, can you <laughs> harness those and build on them and, you know, extrapolate those to a full game and playing, you know, 50 snaps or whatever, really trying to I, – I agree with him. I just – I'd love to see those guys out there a little more. Uh, just to decide, what did you think about that T-shirt that the players are wearing. No one is coming. It's well, I think us. it's a message to people who call in and want to trade for a wide receiver. <laughs> that was what I took. I, but is that what? It, <laughs> I don't know. But like to me, like it, it seemed odd and out of character. It's yeah. more like we're not trading. We need for help. A, we're not trading for a number one. We need help, but we're only. It's only going to come from within. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're saying? I didn't care for it. Uh, yeah. I didn't either. But it, I, it was Joe Judge. Joe Judge's idea, I believe, is what I what the reporters were tweeting yesterday about it. Yep. I I mean cool like I guess it's a rallying cry for the team, but I I would I would like to think I'm that really I'm really surprised that you guys like I feel exactly the same way you guys do I saw a few people on Twitter last night I know our buddy Andy was feeling the same way I just figured for sure it was like well I'm just sometimes I'm I'm not like a big fan of those things and it's it's a me thing but I'm really surprised to hear you guys feel exactly the same way like. I've seen a lot of slogans. You know, my kids play high school football, so it's you know, it's, it's there's no I in It's team. we over me. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. all those kinds of things, and yeah, well, that's they're kind different. of corny and right. stuff, but they make sense. Yeah, this I agree. Fred articulated it perfectly. Yeah, like we need help, but none's coming, so suck it up. <laughs> right. That's yeah. kind of what that message t- tells me. Yeah. Like, like I didn't who, get it. And who yeah. who are they t- like talking to themselves? Like, hey, there's too much talking the, here about we need this and that, or don't listen to the noise. Them saying that we like it. Just there's too many questions that this yeah. slogan raises. Yeah, I I, don't, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, I didn't it like speaks it. to I didn't care for it. What yeah. was the one they had early uh, on in Belichick's tenure here? Wasn't there a T-shirt you guys have oh, talked about with a slogan? Targeting uh, September. Targeting September. that was winners. Good. Winners wanted. Yeah, was wa- another one. Yep, winners wanted. Or wanted winners. Yeah, I don't know. Wanted winners. They, they yeah. don't really resonate. The, with the, the the it's. In all seriousness, though, it is obviously it's obviously like the solutions here in this locker room, right? Like that's right. what the message is right. trying to be sent. Yeah. But you know, but I, I wasn't know. aware we were looking for a solution. To Fred's point, like it's openly admitting you're looking for for answers, right? Like, well, the I, offense is I no, mean, but to my point, like don't you stay the course? Aren't you confident? Like yeah. why why are we talking about all the things that we don't have? No, I felt like we're stranded here and. Nobody's coming, so we got to figure it out and ourselves. Then, and then I was thinking, was is, is there a movie that they're coming out that they're playing? Because oh, there was that one movie. It was a horror movie, like No One Can Hear You or something like that. It was oh, in space, no one can hear you yeah, scream. Some, yeah, yeah, it's aliens. Yeah. So, but it's like, it, it's just like I said, it raises too many questions. It, it's you know. an encyclopedia. Yeah. Hello, hey, Alex. hi, Alex. Hey guys, I was gonna wait till the break, but the t-shirt thing is. Turn so on your funny mic. To me. <laughs> 
I turned it off <laughs> instead of turning it on. Yeah, I was going to wait to the break to come in, but this t-shirt thing is hilarious to what me. Do you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh. I think that the wording probably should have been run by someone with a PR background to kind of yeah. fine-tune it a little bit. So better, you feel maybe. like Fred does. Yeah, I understand the message, but it's like <laughs> the semantics of it. I like, don't even understand the message. I, I, don't, I don't get the message. <laughs> right. Like what Evan was kind of saying. Like, we're here. Like, this is the team that's going to get it done. Rah, rah. Like, okay, the, but why do we need to, why do we need to say that? Just make it us point. against the world. and <laughs> Just get on with it. <laughs> you know? I like, agree. I don't get it. I agree. Like, if you were – you just won a game and no one's coming, it's up to us. Like, again, <laughs> who are we talking to here? I mean, it's not that, like, know. Mac thing going to look at other offenses to, like, see what, you know, other offenses aren't coming to help us. Yeah, like, Mac, stop doing that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Come on, Mac. All right. Anyway, just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, Alex is here. She's joining us. Hello. Uh, John's in Louisiana. Hello. What's up, John? I have a basketball Hi. question for you at some point. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. Uh, I had a question. Somebody talked about the offensive identity. I was wondering how y'all feel about the bunch concept. Almost every time they went bunch and shotgun, it's either first down or guys open. So I was wondering how y'all feel about that bunch being used more than you mean like trips wide? Or no, like, no, what, bunches what like about? three receiver bunches, yeah. like the triangles oh, yeah, that okay. they make. Yeah, coordinated I, offense. It's yeah. a coordinated <laughs> offense. I, I love bunch formations, but uh, you know they used them a ton in Week One against Philly, and they they hit the touchdown to Kendrick Bourne, big play to Demario Douglas, and uh, those are O'Brien's staples. Like that's a big part of his offense. But they're a game plan offense. So you know some defenses they might feel like they're going to work better against than others and the jets you know play a lot of zone anyway so they probably felt like it wasn't going to be a, a big stressor for the jets to handle those but a team that plays more man or has a little bit more inexperience like the cowboys i think maybe yeah. they will be that's so. something that stuck out to me was some of the patriots defenses in the past that maybe were a little bit more inexperienced in the secondary problems with sorting out bunches that's been like you know a, a, not a recurring problem but like one that you see pop up yeah. early season young can't figure out how to let them yeah i think o'brien's bunches uh, uh, in particular are are I would use the word diabolical like those things like because they they switch release right so like the yeah. inside receiver cuts out the outside receiver cuts in like there's all sorts of you know kind of crisscrossing going on at the line of scrimmage and stuff and uh, they're they're well designed do, do they generate rubs yeah mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. Yeah. sometimes yeah gotta mm-hmm. banjo it there you go there you go bad against man to man could that be a way to you know make it better like doing more bunch content yeah yeah i i think so and that that's something that i i have you know uh thought about this week was you know getting back to some of those that you saw against philadelphia and uh, you know using some of that leverage to be able to help guys oh. get open and things like that against man-to-man i think sometimes get last week against you know um, the Jets, they did try that pick wheel concept to Juju and, and they banjoed it, as Deuce said, and the, the Jets handled it and, and did a good job against it. But in general, like that stuff can help, you know, the rubs, as Fred was saying, you know, switch releases, bunches, things like that do typically help receivers that aren't great at getting open against man coverage. It gives them some tools. Speaking of formations, what what's your guys and ladies take on, you know, the Eagles uh, uh, the, sneak the push, formation the, and tush, the tush, push. push like what you know like yeah. there's been a lot of uh, Sherman's blowback comments. on it yeah. that yeah. you know that's if, the, if, that's if the best comment I've yeah. heard on it yep. was Richard Sherman's yep yeah he uh, I mean he said you know you wouldn't let the defense do that because right. it was a health and safety issue to block a now. field goal you can't push anybody you can't leverage and all right. that stuff but I thought but there for was offense, a rule in the it. NFL that you can't assist a player you can't, you can't pull carry him. him 
or carry him, but you can. But there's no rule about pushing. No rule about pushing. Kind of feels like old school football, like you know, like from like the 30s. But I know that you like, like for yeah. you can't use a player to vault to, to vault right. over. That you can't do the Jamie Collins, Shea McClellan thing anymore. But even on like for guys like on his Cam knees, you can't like step on his back and we jump over the pile. You know, you can't use a player to vault. I know that's a rule, yeah. right? Yeah, I, you can't touch. If you jump over a guy, you have to go all the way over. You can't touch anybody. No touch yeah. Anybody. Well, and you can't jump over the snapper anymore. Right, right. You can't, you can't block. But what do you think about this? The pushing. I don't know. I'm kind of torn because on one hand, it's just like it's a short yardage play, and it's hard to like really regulate that kind of chaos. But I mean, it does seem kind of unfair, like in a way. But why doesn't every team start? I don't think. Yeah, I think Patriots are doing it. When you look at it, I don't think it's so much the pushing that makes that play successful. (laughs) I think it's just the bunching of. The mass of humanity. Yeah. You know, yeah. like every team has quarterback sneaks, but they do it out of, you know, their normal formation. Right. But this one, it's like, we're doing this. And they just bunch everyone, you know, together. And I don't think the pushing makes that much of a difference. You know, I think the pushing's for show. I think that it, banning it would be probably an overreaction, I yeah. would say. And probably hard to write, like, Hard to just, call every game. It's been around, you know, the Eagles, like, started it last year. Right. It's only been a short period of time. Like, let let Belichick get in the in the, in the the room with the coaches and, like, figure out a way to stop it first before we just start banning things, you yeah. know? Like, this well, happens. Just ask the Jets. They stopped it. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, uh, this I, happens all the time. Like, st- things come out. I, mean, I don't think there is a way to stop it, not. really. Um, I think the only way. The if Jets the, stopped if, it on Sunday. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah, third yeah. and one. That's the whole Get up and punch him in the nuts. Play. Yeah, they stop the quarterback sneak with the the but, touch push. But if if they if the league really is worried about safety, then the only way to stop that is spacing. Like there has to be certain space between each line. Right. You can't allow the um, well the spacing of the linemen isn't the issue. It's the spacing of the backs. They put two backs, no, or I know. two two power guys right next to the quarterback. Yep. And then they're all pushing the quarterback forward. Right. So it would be if you're going to ban it, you would have to. Ab- like it'd be like uh, shifting in baseball that they've sort of, you know, illegal defenses in basketball. They'd have to ban that alignment. Yeah. And have the line, the the backs would have to be back. But to Evan's point, or I, I'm sorry, I think Alex, you made the point about legislating it. You're still going to jam your fullback right into the back of the quarterback. He's just going to have to start from three yards further back. Mm. Yeah. So Not it's still pushing hands. everybody. But I did like, I thought there was a, a lot of hue and cry about it last year. But frankly, because Philadelphia was so good at it. You know, Peter King, who often people like when I use the term, clutches his pearls about how, um, you know, unfair this is, you know, spent the whole offseason saying, you know, to legislate this rugby play out of it. I never heard anybody make a good argument. Uh, Sherman's argument yesterday, I, I thought, was logical. Yeah. Like, you can't do it on defense. Why can you do it on offense? Also, Brady... Still king of the QB sneak. This Never is, gets stopped. This is not a QB <laughs> sneak. This is his yeah. own thing. So don't hit me with the Jalen Hurts is better at QB sneaks. Oh, no, no, one was, no one was better at the quarterback sneak than Brady. I mean, I, I know that probably depresses me. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to talk up. about Much it. Much like everything else Brady did, he was best. Yeah, yeah I guess, in, in retrospect, but... <laughs> Well, Looking back, maybe I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have. Brady might be good at that, but no one's better at lunch than Paul. And Paul's <laughs> lunch is with, here. Especially with the Buffalo so, tenders so that Fred's going to eat. See, they're right there. Take see, a break. Everybody but see them. Before we do, I want to remind people that Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through September 30th at Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. 
Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. We are back with the show within a show. It's the PU halftime show. It's the PU halftime show. It's a bit of both. We need a song. Yeah, we need. Listen, we're still working progress. Don't give Marine more work. Um, Matisse Baum here. I'm joined by Evan Lazar, Mike Dussault. Before we get started, we got trivia for an extra large Patriots unfiltered shirt. Get get through them, and we'll get some new gear. I heard there's rumors of hoodies on the way, so we'll see what happens. The, the XLs are the best ones, in my opinion, because you want it to be a little bit roomy. You, you know, it's, it's not good, one of those shirts. It's you a good want Sunday hangover shirt, exactly like that. Exactly. But guys, we will do some trivia. Question one: What Patriots quarterback threw for 3,072 yards with nine touchdowns and 18 interceptions in the early 90s? All right. That's question one. It can get worse. <laughs> it can. Oh, man. Question two. Who wore number 82 during the 2003 season? Okay. All right. Okay. Question three. This one stumped everybody. We did this in yeah. the office, and I'm going to plug the Patriots app in here as a hint. All right. <laughs> this question's there. What jersey number or numbers did Troy Brown wear during his Patriots tenure? All right. Or numbers. Numbers. Didn't know. He Plural. got me with this one. Yeah. I don't even know. Number or numbers. There's one easy one. Right. Um, that other one. Right. Send your answers into web radio at patriots.com for the extra large unfiltered T-shirt. Um, let's get into it. Guys, this might be the last Wookiee Woundup. Wookiee? Wookiee Woundup for a while because um, I'm starting to get some cool new ideas, but we're oh, going to keep nice. these going. This is uh, week three of the NFL. So what rookie stood out to you? Mike, you can go first. Well, how about AFC Defensive Rookie of the Month, Christian Gonzalez? Yes. NFL Defensive NFL, Rookie. NFL, sorry. Did I say NFL. Give him the whole I, league. I, give him the whole league. Um, you know, let, let's start there. Uh, big news today, breaking. Um, and that's, you know, great news. I mean, it's it's this is the player they needed. They fell to him. Evan and I were both ecstatic. Um, number one on the big boards. <laughs> but I, I think we've all known that they need this player ever since Stephon Gilmore left, and, and it really seems – I mean, he's even surprised me. I expected to see some growing pains. Um, but, you know, really after that, like, what, first preseason game where he kind of got trucked a little bit, like – He's sticking his nose in there. Look, he's never going to be the most physical guy in the world. I don't really care. He moves awesome, and it's just been really cool to watch him develop here over the first couple months. We haven't had enough of these kind of guys that come in and just play really well. And what about the talent he's been going against? You you got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Tyreek Hill, and then Garrett Wilson, while they have some quarterback issues, he's not a bum. So they're gonna get to like Michael Thomas next week, and he'll be like, "Oh, this is too, this is easy." Yeah, like he's like a down step, right? Now, and then like, C.D. Lamb this week, so against. no rest for the weary. But yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is what Mike said was there's been really knock on wood, cross your fingers. There's been no 
coverage busts with him involved. There's been no mental errors either, yeah. which I think is we all knew he could cover. Like you could watch that on film in college, and he could move his hips, and he could uh, had great footwork and length and all that kind of stuff and long speed. We all knew he could cover, but uh, the lack of, of mental breakdowns it has been extremely impressive for a guy that's playing basically every single snap as a rookie and he's not really messing up at all mentally, That that's impressive. Just wait till he switches into the zero jersey next year. Hopefully. <laughs> that's my hope. Um, I'm going to go next. Sam Laporta from oh, the Lions. You another know, one of my guys you know, in the draft. Last year, I was like, what the heck are the Lions doing? You're building something. You trade TJ Hawkinson in the division, and this guy's making it seem like not that big a mistake. I mean, week three had 8 for 11, 84 yards, and a touchdown, so – some good drafting there by the Lions who have made some questionable decisions in the past. So. Yeah, it's an NFL record nice for most receptions by a rookie tight end through their first three games with 18. So yeah. he's, yeah. Uh, I mean, and he's a guy that Evan talked plenty about when we saw him at the Combine. Um, you know, I think we all kind of thought maybe they, they would dip into that tight end class because it was so stacked. Um, didn't really come to fruition. They've been leaning on Gasicki and Henry, but but he's a great player. Yeah, he's exactly what I expected him to be. I, I used to call him the draft process third in Laporta. Like I just <laughs> knew, I just knew he was going to move the chains. But like eight for eighty-one is exactly what I expected. Not a guy that's going to be this big play monster, but he's going to be a volume guy. Uh, you know, third and five, he's a type of guy that can win a mismatch and get open at the top of the route. And he's re- very very quick, very sudden in his breaks to create that separation and. Uh, he's he's a really good player. Not necessarily that hand in the dirt blocking tight end uh, necessarily, but a really really good receiver. Uh, Evan, you got any any other guys you're into this past week? C.J. Stroud, big gotcha. big big win against the Jaguars and uh, threw for 280, a couple touchdowns. He looks fantastic, and he threw, I think, for three over 300 the week before. I mean, I know they were behind, so he threw a lot, but just in general, the, the timing, the rhythm, the progression speed, uh, the accuracy with the football, the different things that they've done with him under center, shotgun, play action, like turning his back to the defense, like that's the type of stuff that he didn't do a ton at Ohio State. I think the biggest worry of, with him was how is he going to handle pressure in the pocket because at Ohio State, a lot like Alabama quarterbacks, they're sitting in these pockets where there's nobody around him for three, four seconds, and he's handled pretty much everything seamlessly. I, I've been really impressed with him, and I know he's caught a lot of people's eyes. I got one more because uh, you got you to gotta mention this game. It was a scoregami game. Oh, gosh. Uh, Achan is it Devin? Is his first name Devin? Yeah, it was Achan, and now he wants to be Achan. But 233 total yards from scrimmage. I mean, the Dolphins were. It's unfair. They were were in the talks (laughs) for Jonathan Taylor, and now you got that running back group there. And I mean, that could be bad Broncos, but I mean, this is no no joke. It's it's unfair to add a guy. Achan has, I think, four three speed. Yeah, Uh, and and you add that to Tyree Kill and Jalen Wild didn't even play in the game, and they scored 70. Pat Sertan's on that defense too. Like, yeah, I mean. Look, the Broncos missed a lot of tackles. They pretty much gave up in the second quarter of that game. But I I think the biggest thing when you look at Miami from a Patriots lens, you got to play two deep safeties to take the, you know, keep them from hitting the big plays down the field. And now if McDaniel's going to get them running the ball like this, it's, it's feast or like, it's what, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Pick your poison. 
last year they were nowhere near as as dynamic like this uh, in the ground game. So you could play those two deep shells and keep the big plays to a minimum and, and hold them down. But now if Achon is going to run for 200 yards when you empty the box, it's like, oh, boy, you know, now you really don't know what to do. And then you get him off the field and Mostert hops in. So you never know. I won't mention one more guy from that game, even though they got blown out. I've been saying him every, every week, Marvin Mims. 73 Mims. yards. He had a t- two kick returns, total 121 yards, and a touchdown. So the one single bright spot from that game, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he has been a bright spot, and I think that's why people are saying, hey, send us Jerry Judy. Yeah. Hey, it's time, finally. Uh, can I mention one more guy, Go too? Go for it. I was just going to mention Brian Branch because I think he was a really interesting player, um, you know, for all of us coming out because he's that prototypical kind of, you know, safety box linebacker kind of guy, and then he ran really slow at the combine, and he went from – you know, everybody kind of having him in the first round to have fallen uh, a little bit, but I, he's been super productive, and I think it's just a little bit of a reminder. Um, you know, don't get carried away with the stats when you get to when you get to the combine. And guys run slow sometimes. Um, if a guy can play, a guy can play, and, and he's been a great addition to, to Detroit's defense. Yeah, it's, it's fun to see the people that we mentioned on the prospect preview. Yeah, just fall out, and you're like, damn, we. we I knew. know, I know, and it's it's you know, it's funny because like on one hand you're like, hell, we were all over Gonzalez, we are all over Branch, but then you know you get these other guys that just kind of come out of nowhere, you know, and you don't really expect it, and that's what the fun of the draft is, and you know, I just hope the Patriots can hit on more of those kind of players that you don't really expect or see coming. I'm also interested now with Mike Williams's injury to see how Quentin Johnson does. He's gonna have to yep. step into that number two receiver role. So yeah, uh, outside of Zay Flowers, who's had his moments, but. Uh, JSN, Quinton Johnston, even Addison, like yeah. those. Addison had that one big touchdown yeah. right against the Eagles on that and Thursday night game. How much of that game. is Jefferson too? Just, yeah, yeah. It, there just hasn't been a ton for the first round wide receivers, and this was a class that some people had some skepticism about if it really was a a great receiver class at the top. And so far, I mean, Zay's had his, his end arounds and little screens and things like that that he's done well on, but hasn't really hit much down the field yet. I, I'm I don't know. We'll see what happens with this class. All right, so that's it. Guys, send your trivia into webradio at patriots.com. If you didn't get it, check it on the Patriots app. We love to drive some engagement there. Um, we might be taking a quick break from the rookie roundup, so I'll let you know when we're back with this. But uh, let's get back to Patriots Unfiltered. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes, oh no, replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next for residential delivery only. And now, great moments in history. So, when you say you're a defensive front seven guy, what does that mean? Like, yeah. you know, like I just love it. It's yeah. my favorite part of the team building and how they put it together <laughs> the and where the guys seven. win. Are you guys all looking at each other, making fun of me? Right Nerd now? alert! Yes. Nerd alert! Yes. Paul's yes. rolling his eyes. Well, I didn't roll my eyes. I was just making fun of him. Well, it's just hilarious because when he talks about defensive line guys his voice changes a little oh, bit yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a sparkle. Yeah, we had the greatest quarterback oh. in the history yeah. of the and game he's like, oh, like oh, he's, yeah, you know yeah, more yeah, he's gone interested in yeah. lawrence guy yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, not no no disrespect to lawrence i love it i love it no you're totally right that's another great moment from all right back here in patriots unfiltered 855 past 500 is the ace ticket hotline web radio at patriots.com is the email address we gave away some t-shirts at halftime, Patriots PU halftime show. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going with, right? I think so. PU halftime. He, he keeps show. trying to bring it back to the, uh, show, the show in the show. Within the show. No, no halftime show. Okay, all right. 
Um, this is my favorite part of the, the show within the show, though. It's Good question here, Paul. Very curious if you know the answer to number three. What jersey number or numbers did Troy Brown oh, wear during one. his Patriots tenure? This one. Do you know this one? Well, you obviously, obviously 80, yeah. but he also wore number six. Not according to this, Paul. He wore 80 in 86. Okay, he also wore number six. Okay. Oh. In training camp his rookie year. Uh, Ryan, well, that doesn't count, right? Okay. The training camp? <laughs> I think it ha he has to p wear it during the season. Yeah, well, I would agree. I didn't yeah. know. I, I would agree, it up. Fred. Uh, I didn't know he wore 86. The second year. It's, I mean, it's in pro football reference. Like, Matisse, it was a whole thing upstairs, like, trying to figure it out. I had no idea. Uh, who wore number 82 during the 2003 season? That Dan Graham? That's correct. Yeah. Andrew in Louisiana. Okay. Got it. I didn't know. LA. Oh, you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that so you know the answers. Know. Yeah. No, well, the, the, the Troy Brown one we discussed He's upstairs. It like, you know. <laughs> no, that was true. The Troy Brown one, Batiste came to me and he was like, he asked me. some thought. He asked me. F-R-O-D, fraud. <laughs> F-R-O-D. I could have been like 86, too. Uh, what Patriots quarterback threw for 3,072 yards with nine touchdowns and 18 interceptions in the early 90s? Yeah, Nine little, touchdowns and 18 interceptions. Sounds a little Hugh Millen-esque. Hugh Millen is the correct answer. Nice. And Joel. See the him with Steve Grogan. Those guys all Joel Shapiro got that one. Nine touchdowns, 18 picks. That's that, That's got Grogy written like, all over. Tommy Hodson, was he in that kind yeah, of? I don't know if he would have played that much yeah. of a season to throw for They all kind of blend together yards. for me. There was a, a year there, I think it was 91, Yeah. where it was like, Houdini. <laughs> like he, he was, he was he almost kinda, won a game? But, well, yeah, he was like making all like these like late-game comebacks, and they won a couple of them. Some of them, they would fall short, but he just wasn't good. Missing Sisson, remember that? that was Home of oh. Missing Sisson. That was one of the all-time great signs in, in the stadium. He, that guy got in trouble, too. They wouldn't let him in. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't be mean to the players. Yeah, and I felt bad because in, you know I sort of think of a little bit like Chad Ryland. You know, like he goes out there, 48, 48, 49, 51, 57. Like, Not easy. Welcome to the team, kid. Yeah, right. You know, um, the upgrades. He down had there. he had like a a no time left game tying field goal. I think I want to say against Detroit, Sisson. Wow. Like early in the season, second, third week, it was like fifty five yards, and he hit the crossbar. And I'm like, you're gonna kill the kid because he missed. You know, he missed a fifty five yarder. Yeah. And this was like obviously thirty years ago. Now, you know. You, you, you're kind of surprised when Justin Tucker comes, you know, like a millimeter short on a 60-something yarder that would have won the game. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, hmm? Fred, we were talking about, like, the different things about, remember Trent Brown moving around, causing, yeah. like, a delay of game or causing yep. penalties? Baltimore did something in that game against Indianapolis. It was really smart. It's something Belichick would definitely do. Um, oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. The Colts had a fourth and short, and they lined up with their offense. And they broke the huddle, and they were getting ready to go for it. And then, like, I would say with about 20 seconds, 15 seconds on the play clock, they all ran off in the – in the. Um, no, I'm sorry, the field goal team was on. Then they all ran off, and the offense ran on. Yep. And they were hoping to be able to snap the play. But one guy for Baltimore, who was obviously well coached, just sort of – Took his time, meandered off into the backfield, you know, went walked past and just started walking off the field, because if you sh if you switch personnel, right, the defense, the umpire immediately comes in, he puts the arms out and says, no, you have to allow the other team to switch. So Baltimore took their sweet time switching and led to a delay game penalty. It was Smart. really really well done by the Ravens. Yep. No, they lost anyway, but 
Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Well coached. Yeah. That Belichick would absolutely do that. Like you see a late change like that. Oh, he's probably like. You just, why didn't I think of that? You just. Oh no, I'm. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure he thought of it. I'm, I'm dead serious. That's right up Bill's alley. Well, I think uh, Bill gets credit for a, a lot of that stuff, but Harbaugh. Harbaugh probably yeah. stole it from Bill, but in yeah. all seriousness, but but John Harbaugh's been around. He's, he's, he's good, good at that. We don't too. like him, but he's a pretty good. That'd coach. be a good Friday Bill question if he was, you know, if it wasn't another two minute press conference tomorrow. So I'm I'm curious. curious. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go again tomorrow. Make sure you remind me because yeah. you know me, I'll CTE. I forget. <laughs> um, I, I like to see if it's another. Like, did you were you there last week, Alex, for the like two minutes? The in and out, yeah. Oh, it was brutal. Quick. So fast, and every and was every answer was like one sentence. Especially monotone too. Sometimes in the morning when he's he does that, I just it yeah. reminds me of being in school and like listening to an old projector. The irony is, he like actually goes off. He yeah. gave rare information. Like well, he, he opened didn't say it up anything. With, I know, was weird. but he you know he had when when talking about Will Greer, he definitively said he's going to be the emergency <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. And then when he was asked the question about Marcus Jones, he definitively said he's going to be out a while. Like, don't, like he never says that, and I don't get it. He's wearing button-down shirts to every press conference now. Every every other year that Stepping I've ever seen him has been wearing those sweatshirts or whatever he just happened to have on that yeah, day. And you, today it's like he just got out of the shower. The button up with the flip-flops. Yeah. Yesterday he did have sneakers on, style. but routinely he's got a the new brown fashion consultant of some sort. Uh, or he doesn't. Yeah. All right, we got to do picks, so we got to hurry. Oh, so let's uh, oh, crank through some of these calls and emails. CJ's and KC. What's up, CJ? Did CJ. You, CJ, did you see Taylor Swift? No. CJ's out. Uh, let's go to Jackson in Alabama. What's up, Jackson? Hey, man, how you doing? All right. I just wanted to uh, say that I'm just entirely, entirely done with Joe Judge. Like with the whole, the whole thing with the T-shirt. And, and the whole narrative of anybody cares what Joe Judge says, I'm just tired of it. <laughs> and I just don't think he's a very good coach, man. First time, long time. Just want to let you go. I'll take the answer off there. All right. Thanks, Jackson. <clears throat> uh, speaking of Joe Judge on the T-shirt, yeah. Um, Matthew in New Mexico says, on Twitter yesterday I saw someone say that Joe Judge used that quote when he was at the Giants. Oh, great. Oh, all right. Yeah. Right. He likes that one. Everything – for, you know anything you did at the Giants? Please don't take here. It's like the, you know, leave, the leave it. You know, just do every instinct you have. Do opposite. the opposite. Yeah, leave it in East Rutherford. Uh, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get that either. But I mean, he's. I like. I mean, I like how he's kind of been under the radar. He doesn't have to really talk to the media anymore. And I mean, and they've had a couple. You know, good special teams plays so far. So uh, a little bit of credit. Uh, I, I said they had a couple good special teams. They have. They, they blocked a field goal. They have. The, the block field goal was one of the greatest. Pl- I'm. I can't say enough about the block field goal. The rest of special teams has been disappointing. I really like that Brendan School. You know, <laughs> did you see that one where he like slingshot it off the guy? That was that was pretty cool. Uh, I've never seen that before. Yeah. How about the 18-yard punt return to set them up on a short field oh. in that game? Well, that was a bad play. Yeah. Yeah. How about the two bad snaps on field goals? Those are well, bad plays. Yeah. yeah. How if about how okay. about the guy they brought in as a special team only guy lining up incorrectly on a kickoff? Okay. Yeah. How about the? Yeah, I haven't read about it. I haven't read about any oh of these God. things. Just so you know, I haven't read about any of these things. I read that Ty Montgomery has the longest kick return in the league so far. Still, oh, that's a good still one. into. And I, and I and I read about Brandon School is slingshot uh, play. Yeah, um, that's kind of cool. But that's that, that. I don't. I don't read about any of the things that have gone wrong so far. You know, your punter is like at a net average of like thirty-five. 
Like has I haven't read about it. I haven't read about any of this. Has stuff. he been that bad though? That's I don't really know. He's been very really inconsistent. Know. Now, some of the in fairness, I'll answer my own question. Please. I, I often get a, get accused of only selling half the story. <laughs> Some of that is he's had a lot of plus plus 50 punts. Yeah. So his net average is, you know, you get a touchback here or there on a, you know, from the 50, and that, that hurts your average. But he has been a little inconsistent. Yeah. Punting. Uh, Jared's a North Ryland Carolina. Ryland has been solid. Hey, Jared. What's going on, everybody? Hey. Um, real quick, um, the, what is it, the field goal? trick that they tried with Schooler or they did with Schooler. Mm. Um, I wasn't as impressed with it as everybody else just because it's normally something you do in um, Madden. Granted, it worked. It was cool, but I wasn't as excited or like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that like everybody else. Mm. But my question to uh, Evan and Paul, um, what do you guys think about the Patriots defense doing that with the, de- the defensive end, stunting them like that? Yeah, Paul, what do you think? I don't know what the question, like stunting. I missed the beginning of the question as I was trying to figure out what you Will was so pressing. You know how on the field need, goal, need. Brandon Cooler ran in from the side? Oh, yeah, 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 yep. What do you think about um, the defensive ends doing that when um, these quarterbacks do their rollouts and things like that? But wouldn't you just run right around them? No, not really. Not if there's a guy from the outside running as hard as he can to the inside, wouldn't you just fake and go right around him? Like he's running no. to the inside, I'm running to the outside. How's he going to get me? Oh, if you if you're if you're faking the handoff, doing your read to your running back, and then you're rolling out, you are now blind. You can't see nothing behind. You. Oh, you're talking about from the blind side. Yes, either way, both sides. If we can't. But how do you know which way the play is going to go before you? set that up that's what film session tells you no it doesn't teams run to different different directions and and they get you but you can more than likely anticipate when it's going to happen though paul well okay then do it i mean i don't know what to tell you i don't know i don't know i guess bill belichick doesn't know anything about defense because i've never seen him do that like just run a guy wildly off the sideline and then he's just toward the inside and, and hope that they don't run it that way right like i don't know why I don't really see how the risk-reward there pans out. I just run right by him every time. I mean, unless it was like third and long and you wanted to get him a running start, but even still, it just seems I mean, like it's easier. Like, the field goal thing was brilliant. Like, I, I cannot say enough about that field goal block. I'd never seen anything like it. It was just brilliant. And what oh, made it even better— so perfectly. I, Bingo. Yeah. Freddie had the, the, the execution of it was yeah. just but is off it, the charts. But is it just a I unique just think that's thing so to hard. Jake Bailey? Is it a unique thing to knowing the snap? Well, it the, could be. The, the I, think, I think that's part of it, too. Um, but I also think it. they tried it again, and it didn't. I mean, whether it got in his head or not, yeah, I mean, I think you can make the argument. But yeah. you can see that, like, it was a kind of a once in a blue moon kind think, of a play. I don't know if you'll ever see it again. I mean, to unless, marry all of those elements together. I, I just I can't say enough good things about it. And if it was Joe Judge that's all responsible for it, I give all the credit to Joe Judge. Like I, to me, it was just a brilliantly executed play. Uh, I just don't I don't know if you can do that on defense. And I'll respect Ray, to the Ray in Pennsylvania call. says again. I really don't have anything worthwhile to add, <coughs> except a request. Those are my favorite calls. <laughs> except a request from the boss man, Fred. When you do your Toyota ad read. Can you hit us with a Brady worthy? Let's go places. Oh, <laughs> jeez, no, that's good. Maybe. <laughs> never Any, know. Anyway, I'm predicting an upset here. The game ends with a final score of Dol- Cowboys 21, Patriots 24. 
I feel like the nobody is coming slogan unites us for all of two games this season before we drop off again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Don't play us like that. I think if the Patriots beat the Cowboys on Sunday, it would be a game like that. Yeah. No, yeah. That's that's low, that's low, where I'm Low living. 20s. Of course. Uh, Lucas is in Taunton. What's up, Lucas? What's going on, guys? Hey. Um, I meant to call in earlier this week, and I think it's a little late in the week for a debate like this, but with us facing the Cowboys, Steph Gilmore, seeing him again, who is the best free agent you think of this, like, you know, the, the last couple of years that we've brought in because, you know, Judon made the play last week, you know, obviously Steph, defensive player of the year, you know, those are the two that come to the top of my mind, just each of you top free agent signing. Yeah. Recently, I mean, I, I think it's hard not to be Gilmore, but Judon's been outstanding. I mean, I just, I think post Brady, well, I don't know where you'd be without Judon. I mean, both on the field and off it. Post Brady, it's, it's Judon. But Gilmore? I don't know who else would really be in the running. I mean, Revis was here Got for a year. I see what you did there. Adela well Oops. done. Well done. <laughs> oh, I like Warrior. it. Moss. Uh, All right. Thanks, Lucas. So real quick before we get to the jingle, um, I want to ask Evan the, the question. Oh. So we had a caller yeah. that just brought up <coughs> the field goal block. Yes. Why would um, – <coughs> do you think it would be plausible – to do something like that on defense, like have your defensive end go out wide and bust it in into the inside, and then you know you you chase down the ball carrier from the backside. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's more theory. more receptive to it than I am. I, I don't just know. think it wouldn't affect your gap integrity. I think yeah, you're taking that, yourself out of the that, play if you run that side. That's possible. I mean, I I wonder about it from like like a blitz perspective like if you know it's going to be a pass right because gap integrity if you you know if you're a pass anyways unless you're facing like a mobile quarterback then maybe you don't want to do that but if you're facing a guy that's just a sit and duck in there i mean i guess technically well, but the other thing is like we talked about the timing right yeah, and it might so have been hard. a jake bailey thing that they knew you know how his operation works so you could time it but i see i feel like if you have this defensive end coming from the outside, all the quarterback has to do is delay the snap, and now right. the guy's just at a standstill. Well, you could junior say on him. Yeah. And get an offside play. You know, how many times did, did he come up right. with the, the A-gap blitz too many things and just come could, running up, and if, if he didn't time it right, well, well. There's, there's too many things that offside. could go wrong on that. And um, it would look off when they're lining up. Like, I feel like the offense would be like, okay, something's weird. Yeah, the, the, how are they lining up right now? The offsides is... Yeah, that would be a either that or you do a quick snap and you catch him with the guy way out there. I, I mean, you know, like there's yeah. too much. I would. There's the too much is yeah, way that's words. why I think yeah. it works on a kick because you have to snap it back, you have to place it. Well, then, well that's like, the thing. You know, it gives them enough time to make that motion. And they couldn't and do, do that. And, and they really passing, weren't. Like it wouldn't. Yeah, on, on the kicking operation, they it's like they do the same thing every yeah. time yeah. to make sure. But in this case, there's too much in the uh, quarterback's control where yeah. they can screw you up. They might. You might get them on it once. But it's hard to think you could make that a consistent element that you're yeah. going to – like once the team saw it once, they'd be like, be aware of this. I and mean, if they do it, I just do a hard count. I find it hard to believe that every time they run a play, you know exactly what the play right. is. But, you know, who knows? He is Bill. What's that supposed to mean, Paul? Beep, 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 he's pretty good at <laughs> – he's pretty good at defense. How would you I, take I, that? I, I just look – like the like way I said it, I go, I guess, <laughs> I guess Bill Belichick, like, you know, the greatest defensive mind of our time has never done this, but I guess he's just overlooking – I. I don't know. I just don't think it's all that plausible. That's a, those are my favorite questions uh, at the 
at his press conferences and myself included this has happened to me before where he's like well i don't know maybe i just don't know what i'm doing or like you know like when you, <laughs> ask, when you ask him about like oh why don't you guys do oh, this yeah. and no, he'll yeah, just yeah, be yeah. like oh maybe i just missed I it know. it's know? just the way i'm doing it i'm what sure other people do it a different way yeah i don't know what do i know i'm just the greatest head coach of all time Idiot. Um, <laughs> Vaughn writes in, I want to give Miller? Evan his flowers when it comes to scouting players. Charlie Jones looking real good in Cincinnati. He looks explosive on punt returns. The Patriots definitely missed on him. He's a good punt returner. I want a petition like for you Jones. to be in the draft room. So there nope. you go. Oh, well, there is a guy for the Giants that's made some plays that you don't like, and that's Hyatt. Yeah. He's, I, been, I he's been decent for them. For I them. didn't like him for us because of uh, the, his route running issues. Uh, that I, I I don't know if he would have been a, a really good fit here with the Patriots, but Charlie Jones it was a great yeah. fit for the Patriots. The other night uh, he gave them a lift in that. Yeah, game, I mean Charlie you talk Jones. about like I we, was thinking it because I remember you were really high on him. We we've talked about it um, you know before, but like you can't criticize a Christian Gonzalez pick our our you know NFL rookie of the month, but those other NFL the rounds two through four. And you look at guys like Charlie Jones. You look at guys like Dewan Jones. Like you could have had those Too guys Joneses, instead I mean, of Jake Andrews or Chad Ryland or whatever. And you know that's that's where the critique of their draft has to come from. I felt like Charlie Jones was like average white guy until he ran at the combine, and then everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. He's All first. right, uh, Eric is oh, Evan. Old habits. Nope. It's Evan, not Eric. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine we had Eric come back to do it. He has no idea who for anyone picks is. For of all things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just don't call me Ethan. Then my uncle will he come here and Ethan. be pissed. There were players out there. I well, I do still watch the news. <laughs> there were some guys What, what was it, the, the practice that all the talk all week was like a certain guy's ankle or something like that? And then first question. So, Eric, how was How did he look? Oh, I really didn't see I him. Didn't see I him. wasn't looking for him. Like, okay. Nope. <laughs> I'd like to say that that's an exaggeration, but it's not. <laughs> it would have been like last year when Mac was out there yeah, coming yeah, off his yeah, high yeah. ankle sprain. Eric, Eric didn't How did notice Mac him. look? I wasn't pocket. looking at him. Yeah. Oh, no. What the were you looking at? All right, go ahead, Evan. <laughs> That's why I'm here now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, perfect attendance again for the Patriots out there today in a, uh, a shorts and shells kind of day on Thursday. Uh, we did have a little bit of extra time today. Extra time. A little wow. bit. Oh. A little bit. Mucho and, uh, maybe we're out of the doghouse. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe this not. This might we'll, put we'll, me back in the doghouse. We'll find out but, tomorrow. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots have a different starter along their offensive line. Left guard? Sunday. Is that Mafi or Calvin Anderson? I'm going to – that's – I wouldn't be surprised. Steel trap. Going to keep it to yourself. Don't be surprised. I just look. I we're not supposed to report on like the configurations yep. and things like that. Yeah. I will say it that way, and then we can give it some breathe a little bit, and then we can okay. go into <clears throat> some of the different combinations from there. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mark Daniels already has it. <laughs> well, if they've if they've already tweeted it, then I, then then it's fair game. But I, it's not right. going to come from me. Okay. Right. Good. Good. That's good. Evan. Good. Evan. Yeah. That's exactly the way you. Yeah. They want us to do it. Yeah. So Mark Daniels. No. Uh, reading to it. So Mark Daniels is still <laughs> yelling at PFF. So he didn't really know. So you're saying it was shorts and shells. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, I did get a little look at look see at Devon Godshaw. He was uh, doing the blocking shed 
you know, shed, drill sled. Uh, sled. Thank you. I shedding the shed sled. Yeah, and uh, and you're thinking blocking <laughs> Chanel. That's his wife, who's an internet model. No, Sally no, star. no, she's not. She's, she's, not. A, she's, a, film she's a film star. Sally, Sally sheds. She's on sleds the, at the seashore. <laughs> she's the internet version of Victoria's Secret. Wow, right? was this show left the rails? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Devon Gottschall looked good. I thought he looked good hitting the sled. And, uh, you know, I also thought that uh, Jonathan Jones is running around a little bit out there as well. So good. that was that was good, too. But there was a change on the offensive All line. right. You teased it. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> like someone else do it. Or performance related. People are Maybe teeing. a combination of both. Oh, okay. interesting. All right. Listen, I'm, I'm feeling good about this game. I am too, Fred. I, I mean, and I, I, I want to get hurt again. I you're want not, to. Get you're not going to bring me down. I, no, nobody's going to. I want to. Nope. I want a big win in Dallas, right in Jerry World. The big deal. Rub it in his face, and leave with Zeke. Yeah, Evan. Le- leave your big D alone. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How was the media, Evan? The big D. <laughs> you know what? It was. It was hotter out there than we all dressed for. Oh, so people oh, were upset that, about that. that that's not shorts. good. People were upset about that. You know, this Grousing. morning when it's we all left, the, hot. When we left the house, it was, you know, high 40s. 50s, low yeah. 60s, so it was a little bit chilly. And now we get out there around noontime, 1 o'clock, and, and you know, we're all in long sleeves, and was, we we're all a little hot. A lot of sweating, body yeah. odor. Yeah. Not good. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Not great. Where do you when you go out for these practices? Where do you watch it from? Uh, so we're on the upper fields um, right now. So like where the training camp tent is, yep. but like down the hill. Like we don't have to stand so on the top so of the your, hill. Your field level. Field level. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And is are you corralled? Yeah, they. You know, you can walk up and down, and sometimes the quarterbacks will be throwing on the other field yeah. while the stretching is going on. So some of the camera people will go over there to shoot Mac, you know, from uh, head on. But Does everyone tend to stick together or people just spread? Yeah, out? we stick together. But the problem is, is that we all take attendance separately. So sometimes, like, you're hearing a lot of numbers, like, from different voices. And you're just trying to, you know, check off. You know, I check off and people read numbers to me. That's that's how we do it. And me and Barth. And, uh, you know, sometimes, like, somebody else might be on a different, you know, Sorry to the field, and they're reading their numbers, and we're reading our numbers. So it, there's a lot of numbers. Is, is it true that Mike Reese climbs a tree and watches <laughs> from a branch? Sometimes, no, no. But uh, I, I always love the the Mike Reese uh, practice playlist tweet. Yeah, that, that's always good, and only Mike Reese can do that. I I've gotten the wrath. That's of a rule. And uh, it's definitely not a rule, but it's an unwritten rule. I did it once for him in Vegas last year because he wasn't there, and I like asked permission. I'm like, Mike, I'm going to do the playlist, all right? And he was like, okay, do something. Did he okay. do it the other day though when we had them play Marcus Jones? And yeah, Kendrick's and so songs? I actually I saw Elliot him J, actually, walking J. out of practice, oh, and I said, right. hey, I you know that play. that first song is was actually that was a Marcus Jones joint, and he was like, oh, thanks for the joint. Thanks for the Marcus the heads Jones up. joint. Yep, thanks so for the heads they, up. They, they, all right, good yeah. stuff. That's your practice report from Evan. We need a sponsor Eric. for that, Matt. I know. Yeah. Jersey Mike's. I don't really think Matt's in charge of uh, garnering no, the, the, sp- the sponsorship. I don't know. Did you see that picture from Whisk Afghanistan when he's got his gun and everything? He looks like, oh, a, yeah. like a badass. So, so great, great heart. Speaking of, of Mark oh. Daniels, he did <laughs> just tweet something <laughs> about the <laughs> offensive line at practice. Can I, I could read Pew the tweet. Well, it's a tweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. someone tweeted something? Yeah. We saw a few minutes. This is from Mark Daniels, not from Evan. Uh, we saw a few minutes of practice. 
Cole Strange looked limited. I could see someone like Antonio Maffi starting at left guard on Sunday. I could see. So he's okay. basically <laughs> so very subtle, Mrs. Esterhaus. So that's that's poor to me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's I'm afraid to report on a formation, but this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, we, hey, we're just reading a tweet. They won't like that, but uh, you know, okay. let him do it. And, you know, suffer the consequences. All right, uh, we got to hurry. Uh, We'll start with tonight uh, on, oh, first of we all, what happened last like, week? Are you going to let Matt pay the, the intro? Music? Yeah. Or? Got a feeling Paul had a good week. Uh, yeah, I yeah, told you. He's, he's, a, little, he's a little peacocking right now, I feel <laughs> like. I, I told you yesterday. He two, was peacocking on Monday. Or two Tuesday, words. Excuse me. Market correction. <laughs> and that is exactly what happened. Paul, 13 and 3. Ooh. Followed by Alex. Good job, Alex. Nice. 12 and 4. Uh, Mike and Fred, eleven and five, uh-uh. and Evan. I, I, I don't normally Blah, come in last place. Nine and seven. Ooh. I don't normally come in last place. Like it, it, it well, never last. Now and then, Ooh, with yeah. the spread, be better. I was, I was better here. Paul, twelve and four. Ooh. I probably this. Followed by Mike and Alex at nine and seven, and nine. Evan and Fred at seven and nine. Oh, not yeah, good. Tough week. So um, tough week. I. Still built myself a pretty big hole here. Uh, dug myself, I should say. Uh, so I'm still behind, but it's getting closer. Fred, 34 and 14. Mike, 31 and 17. Paul and Evan, 29 and 19. And Alex, 28 and 20. So I am back in the game, yeah, which is nice. Spot at the table. Okay. Uh, with the spread, Fred has the lead at 27, 20 and 1, followed by Mike, 25, 22 and 1. Paul, 24-23-1. Didn't take long to get back over 500. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. uh, and Alex and Evan, 23-24-1. But we're fine. Yeah. We're in we're the, the, we're okay. the striking I mean, I don't know well, I was, I was in danger of losing sight of the, the pack, so I needed I needed that week. You're traveling. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of sitting home on my couch for these away games, so I get to actually watch football all day for I know. The that's what's time. tough. So I'm going to. It is tough, like, not to say that that's why I'm doing bad, but, like, you know, Fred and I, we, like, we, had no we don't really watch anybody else besides the Patriots. Right. Like, you know, we, we're. Yeah. Well, I, I just have to, you know, Paul, and we got red zone going, but I can't keep track of that. All right. Uh, tonight on Prime Video is <coughs> the 2-1 and one Lions at the 2-1 and one Packers. I like this game. It's a fun game. Lions by two. Ooh. Fun game. Fun game. Lions favorite at Green Bay. That's interesting to me. Um, I wish I had a sense of how healthy Green Bay was better. Um, but they, they came back last week. That was quite the comeback. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Detroit. What the heck? I'll lay the points. Just had all these positive things. I know. To say I just changed the right there. Just I think like Aaron that. Jones is playing according yeah. to the uh, the NFL. Yeah. I like that Detroit. I like pick. how Goff is fitting in there. I'm going to take Detroit as well. Keep it going. I'm taking the pack and the upset. I like how Jordan Love has looked. Yeah, I think he's he's been pretty good. They're pretty high, on and him. they are getting Christian Watson back, according to the reports. Home dogs so. too. Ooh. Taking the pack. Yeah, I've uh, I think both of these teams have played reasonably well, um, but I think Detroit's better, and I will take the Lions. I am going to take the Lions as well. I think they're a solid team. Like last year wasn't a fluke. Yeah. I think they're a solid team. Got some Detroit good young players. It. I and like I, and I think it. Packers are still a team in transition. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they were gifted a game last yeah. week with an injury. Uh, okay, so we have our first international game 
Sunday morning at 9.30. I love it. Toy Story Stream. From London. Is that right? Yeah, there's going to be a Toy Story Stream. They're going to simulate little cartoon avatars of the players that are going to be doing, like, the real live motion of what the players are doing on the field. And it's going to be like a Toy Story field. I'm excited. I'm going to actually tune in to this game. Buzz Lightyear? Woody yeah, Johnson? I don't know how they would do that because then there'd probably be some, like, it's unfair who gets to be Buzz, who gets I to feel be like Woody. I would rank Toy Story number one out of the Disney movies from our okay. generation. It's a great uh, movie. It's the <laughs> two one. I, I, I have often thought who, you know. Who would play you in a Toy Story movie? No, who would be oh. interested in that? I found out. Alex, <laughs> she, she, she can't wait. And children. And children under 30. Well, yes, obviously. Oh, okay. Or under 30 because, yeah. you know. It's the 2 and 1 Falcons under at the two, 1 <laughs> and 2 Jaguars. Shut up, Mike. Jaguars by three. Ooh. Jaguars. Um, gosh, I, I went with Atlanta last week because I, I hope for more from them. Um, I'm going to take Jacksonville this week on the road uh, in London. Uh, bounce back game for them. Lay the points. Jaguars both ways. I don't know what's going on with your boy Trevor Lawrence. I know. He hasn't looked great. And, no. and the Jaguars in general are a very confusing team to me right now. Uh, that loss last week was bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this game. It's a tough one. I, I'm going to take the Jags. I, I just think they travel a little bit better than, than the Falcons in this situation, but I don't like it. Yeah, I, I agree with Evan. I don't know what to think of Jacksonville right now. I didn't think they were great, but I thought they were better than this, and uh, he hasn't really uh, looked like himself, but I'm going to take Jacksonville. I agree with everything you guys just said, but I'm going to go with the Falcons. Uh, I think you know they're playing better. Um, I think the Jaguars might get better as the season goes on, but right now they're not playing well. So I'm going to take the Falcons. All right, we go to one o'clock. The three and O Dolphins are at the two and one Bills. Uh, Buffalo by two and a half. That's a great game for obvious reasons. I mean, it's it's exciting to watch, and I'm going to go with Miami on the road. I mean, I don't expect 70 points out of them, but I just think they're playing great. They're surging. Um, I think they've got enough firepower to kind of go back and forth a little bit with Buffalo, who I don't think will roll over. But I'm going to go with Miami on the road, and I will take those two and a half. Yeah, it's a shame this is a 1 o'clock game. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well for the upset. I'm taking Miami too. I just can't see a defense that's going to stop that (laughs) offense right now until somebody gets hurt or something happens with that group. I have a feeling, me and Paul, you taking the Bills? I am. Me, Yep. I knew it. I knew it. What's your reasoning? I think they're better. Yeah. And it's not really – I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't have any uh, insight. I don't. Yeah, I I think the Bills are going to win this game. Easily or do you think – Oh, no. No, I think it'll be a shootout. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Not They'll easily. make the last play. Not easily. What is it, two and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll – so it's two and a half. So really, it's minus a half because you get three. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Evan tells you every week that that's not true anymore. But I figured the fact that Evan was telling you meant that you might actually believe it. But. I'm just letting him go from now on. You got to. So you're taking Buffalo? I'm taking Buffalo, and I'm going to lay the points. Okay. Yep. Uh, the 0-3 Vikings. Again, he's the leader. The 0-3 <laughs> Vikings are at the 0-3 Panthers. Someone's got to win. Minnesota. Oh <laughs> Minnesota somebody, by four and a half. Somebody Ooh. hates their defense. Um, I, I don't know, man. I got to go with Minnesota, I guess, on the road. I don't feel great about it. Um, I know it's a Kirk Cousins 1 o'clock game. So, yeah, I'll go with Minnesota, and uh, I'm going to lay the points, too. 
I'm going with Minnesota. I feel like they have to win one at some point. This seems like as good of a time as ever. Um, yeah, I'll give them the points too. Yeah, Vikings, Vikings. I just They're better. They are better for this team. Yeah, I agree, and I'm going to take Minnesota, but I will take the hook, uh, and I will take um, Carolina to cover. I am going to take the Vikings both ways. They cover. Uh, 1 o'clock, 0-3 Broncos. Oof. At the 0 and 3 Bears. On the road again. An- another huh? game that has Another road has game to win. for the Broncos. Yep. Um, this is a weird spread to me. This shows you how bad. Uh, Denver is a road favorite by three and a half. Wow. After being shellacked. Yeah, I got shellacked. The Bears are bad. I don't know how you pick this game. It's like who. Flip a coin. I'm going to flip a coin in my head. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Denver, but I'm going to take the hook. <laughs> See, now if. Denver had been the team that had Joe Judge's T-shirt with that saying. That would make sense to me. <laughs> right. You know? I still wouldn't like it, but it no. would make more sense. Yeah. I agree with you. It really. Oh, my God. They really don't like the T-shirts. No. Huh? It's his, catch, it's his no. catchphrase. Nope. I like it if it's private or not on a shirt. Like, just t- say it amongst yourselves. Right. You it. don't need to don't put it on the screen wall. print it. Larry Bird's not walking through that door. <laughs> door. <laughs> Tom Brady. Be more apt I'm going to take the Broncos and I'm going to give the Bears the points. Just split it 50 50. I'm going to do right the now. same thing because both these teams stink. <laughs> all right, we're, all, we're all doing it the same way. I'll take the hook too. Denver, but I'll take the points. I'm going to take the Bears. Ah, Bears. I'll take the Bears. Why not? I hope you're right because I wouldn't mind seeing Sean Payton go 0 17 after what he said yeah. before the season. <laughs> uh, 1 o'clock, the 2 1 Ravens are at the 2 1 Browns. Browns by three. Oh, rounds by three. Interesting. Well, any somebody own somebody in this matchup, Paul? No, but all no. the Ravens are hurt. So. Oh, okay. right. <coughs> I, I don't know. I I, I, I don't know if I any need, of them are coming back this week. Yeah, right? I got to watch more Cleveland, but I'm going to take Cleveland at home. I'll lay the points. I'm going to take Cleveland too, both ways. One of the bigger upsets of the week last week: Colts over Ravens in overtime. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to take the Browns. Their defense is legit. They they've put it all together there. It's not just Miles Garrett anymore. Yeah, and I will take Cleveland, too. I'm a little worried, evidently, Deshaun Watson hasn't done any throwing. Um, he wasn't. He hurt his shoulder last week because he finally played a good game. And now... He can't he, have nice things. Yeah, if he doesn't practice. But I will take the Browns. I think the Browns right now, anyway, are better than Baltimore. I was going to make a joke over Fran. Large slate of 1 o'clock games. Uh, I'll take the Browns. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, let's go to one o'clock. Okay. Two and one. Steelers are at the one and two Texans. Pittsburgh by two and a half. Man, there's some really bad games <coughs> this week. Um, that Miami one in Buffalo stands out. Ooh, boof. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with a, not an upset, but I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Houston and player rookie of the month, offensive C.J. Stroud, NFL rookie. <laughs> AFC South rookie of the month. I will also go with the home dogs and their promising young quarterback. Well said. I, I do like what C.J. Stroud has done, but I think Kenny Pickett has also played pretty well. Liked what I saw from him last week. I'm taking the Stillers, and I will take them to cover. Yes, I'm taking Pittsburgh, too, and for a similar reason that uh, Evan just said, I thought in the second half last week Pickett found a little something and got yeah. a little comfortable and Pittsburgh's offense actually started to move the ball a little bit. So I think there's some talent there for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers as well. 
One o'clock, the one and two Rams are at the two and one Colts. The Rams by one. Rams by one. Indy a little bit surprising. Um, Minchu mania. Yeah, Minchu. <laughs> all he does is win. Uh, Ish. You don't want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in theory. All he does um, is play hard. I'll give him that. All he does is put up plastic stats. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him that. Well, I don't think it's going to be enough this week. I'm going to take the Rams on the road. I'll lay the point. As will I. I like the Rams. I like them to cover. I think they're a good team. Not a great team, but a good team. Puka. Agreed. Um, I have a lot. Puka Nicole. Evan and I are lockstep this week. Uh, uh, no I think the Rams. Well, I, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but I, I'm coming off a 13 and 3, 12 and 4 week. <laughs> I know, but if we both there. see it the same way, then I don't know. It could turn for him. <laughs> missed uh, it. I have the Rams. Folks, are the Colts for real? I mean, what's going on with them? We all thought that they were tanking for Marvin Harrison Jr., but here they are winning games. Quiet time. Is quiet it possible time. that uh, – can you say the freaking coach's last name? Steichen. Steichen. Shane Steichen. Is it possible that he w- is actually really good? Because the Eagles' offense has been fine, but it hasn't been what it was last year when he was the coordinator. Mm, so true. I wonder if, mm. if he's actually you. kind of a maestro. Mm. Maybe. Maestro. Uh, maestro. I'm going to go with the Rams, but I'm going to do it. With a lot of hesitation. <laughs> put, put an asterisk. Is yeah. that a gambling parlance <laughs> thing again? Yeah. What's your hes- hesitation level? You actually got Evans to snort when he <laughs> laughed on that one. Uh, the one o'clock, one o'clock, two and one Buccaneers are at the two and one Saints. New Orleans by three. Jameis time? Is that Jameis' music? Uh, yeah, they said that him? Derek Carr is likely gonna, to be out. You're going to hold up the W? Oh, uh, man. Passing out dubs. And this was at home, too. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with good old Jameis Winston. He had the LASIK. Uh, he's been waiting in the wings. <laughs> I feel great. That was a Megan. Remember, remember Megan O'Brien was She's so high. It's going to be good this year. He can see. I was on the same wave as her, honestly. I was like, this is going to be well, incredible. Like one he shot, can finally yeah. see. Him staring at the scoreboard. Like, you can tell. He's like, what? <laughs> It's like me doing the eye so test. You got, you I, mean, got New Orleans? I think that's just his face. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this, though. There's nothing better than, than when they show his, like, training footage and he's, like, doing his thing and, like, there's a guy hitting him and he's, like, doing this. Though. It always cracks me up he's whenever electric. you see him doing his private training. <laughs> just pull the video up. You'll know what I'm talking about. Jameis and the Saints, both ways. I'm taking the Bucks. Ooh. I like the Bucks. I think they're, they're a little, little scrappy. Yeah. I uh, have been a little surprised by them, but I will take the Saints. So now you can feel better. We we disagree. There we go. <laughs> Let Baker bake. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Shocker. Why? Why is that a shocker? You love sure. Baker. Yes. We've been riding them all year so far. <laughs> you guys kept track just, of that? Just be good for the league. <laughs> yeah, because he always mentions Baker and it being exactly good for the league. <laughs> one o'clock. Notice he didn't say anything about the last game that they played. <laughs> one o'clock. The two and one Commanders are at the three and O Eagles. Eagles by eight. It's a big spread. Big spread. That is a big spread, Evan, and uh, and that's a that's a division game. I'm going to take Philly, but I'm going to take those points um, for the Commanders. I'm going to take those points. Take them. Me too. Yeah, me too. Commanders' defense is good. I don't think that they're going to get blown out in this game. It's, I also keep yeah. getting screwed yeah. by these big spreads. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I also think the division part of it is important that they're used to playing against. The Hurts defense. I think they beat them last year. Yeah, they did. Washington beat them. So it's like I one of their best games. I will take Philly to win, but I'll take the, the points. Yeah, this is a points lock game. Uh, so you want to take the Commanders <laughs> to not lose by eight points. But the Eagles win. Another chapter in the book. <laughs> <laughs> what did the Sharps know? I'm just listening to Paul sighing. In the <laughs> no, I was laughing on that one. 
<laughs> yeah, so Eagles win, don't cover. Uh, still 1 o'clock. A lot of Jeez. one o'clock. These are all one o'clock. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, all five, one o'clock six, games. Seven, eight, for the pregame show. No, it's right, only nine. It's a regular nine. one o'clock. Uh, the one and two Bengals are at the one and two Titans. Uh, Bengals by two and a half. Ugh. Yuck. So I saw Joe Burrow is off the injury report. That's kind of surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, please. That, that feels uh, like a, some BS to that's me. That's crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was limping all over Keep the dreaming, Bengals. Um, but I'm still going to. I'm going to take the Bengals, though. I'm going to take them against Tennessee. I'm just going to stare at this all day. Yeah, Bengals. Flip a coin. I got to admit, I, I kind of want to take the Titans in this game. Vrabel at do home it. against the banged-up Bengals quarterback. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the oh, Titans. He's teased it, and now he's doing it. Now, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think they um, – Looked a little bit more like themselves last week. Uh, it's obviously going to be huge with that calf, though. I don't buy that off the injury report nonsense. No. But I'll take Cincinnati. If there's one coach that will leverage another team's injury, it's Mike Vrabel. He's going to send send these guys right at him. Get that calf. Yeah, get that calf. Lots of blitzes. I'm taking the Titans. I'm with Evan. Taking the Titans. Uh, all right, now we move to 405. The 1-2 and two Raiders... Are at the one and two Chargers. Lack by five and a half. Five and a half. Jeez. Doesn't look like Jimmy will go. It also doesn't look like Chandler Jones is going to go. <laughs> oh, Chandler. Jesus. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. That was so unexpected. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the snark that's that I bring to the sources, table. I like that. Sources are saying, um, I'm going to take the Chargers at home. I'm going to take the sources points. Sources are his IG account. <laughs> I'm going to take the And points. Twitter. Don't forget Twitter. Yeah. Let's... Everyone pray for Chandler Jones. I hope he's all right. What did you take? I took the, the charges, but I'm going to take the points for Vegas. I think it's a close divisional game. Yeah, that was that was. Who's big. the backup quarterback though for the Raiders? That would have helped if I asked. Aiden that O'Connell. Oh, mm-hmm. feisty. Alex Barth. <laughs> Alex Barth is in here somewhere. And Purdue. Like six him. six year guy. Here he comes. From Purdue. Here he comes. We we saw him at the Shrine Bowl. <laughs> he kept Austin. Alex Burton on told the bench. me that uh, that he stinks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, 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 no, I saw him. At, I saw him at the Shrine Bowl, and uh, then he had a pretty good preseason. Also, he had a very good preseason. Yeah, and he stinks. There was some some chatter that that he was better than Jimmy in think, the preseason. I think so. Alex might have some pushback on that, but let's uh, uh, let's move. I I like Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> of course, he's older than Jimmy, but anyway, <laughs> he played six years at Purdue. <laughs> oh, wow. Just took his time. Boilermaker. I picked the Chargers, and I'm going to give them the points. I'm going to take the Chargers both ways as well. I think the Raiders are ready to let go of the rope. I do Me think too. so, too. And the stuff, Good the way of putting stuff it. is not great. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you, the <coughs> decision to kick that field goal, I think, resonated in the locker room. Brutal. I think Josh is in a lot of trouble. I will take the lack. You know, and if it's true that Josh McDaniels truly did have Hernandez killed, that's that's big news. <laughs> that would oh my be God. <laughs> that would be really bad. But in an industrial park, so that really messes up the timeline. Yeah. We come to believe that Aaron Hernandez was actually charged with out, it and <laughs> yeah. convicted. I'm, I'm just kidding. Look at the size. I shouldn't. Of him, I shouldn't kid about that. Who's that? Gilbert Brown. Gilbert Brown. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. We're not talking about us. On We're the all team. Going no. To hell. <laughs> no. Uh, now we go to 4:25. The one and two Cardinals are at the three and 49ers. Noiners by 14. That's a giant 14 spread. points. One point so twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> um, well, we've talked a lot about Arizona this week, right? And, I mean, they've, they've had some some nice plans. I don't know if they can do that against uh, – what was the offensive coordinator's name? Do you have that down yet? 
No, he went to he's from Wellesley. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know his whole life story. Except <laughs> he's a Red name. Raider. I know he went to his school. name is not important. Oh, you had it. Petzing, Petzing, Petzing. That sounds right. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco and I'm going to lay the points. I think they, uh, Arizona gets rolled. San Fran's good. Drew yeah. Petzing. Yeah, we nailed it. Niners, Niners. I'm going to take the Niners both ways, too. I, I do kind of want to take the Cardinals to cover, but I think yeah. last week was like that, you know, they got their one Super Bowl in there, and I, I, I think it's back to normal. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little surprised that I, I'm taking the Niners both ways, too, but I thought 16, I thought a lot of people, I mean, 14 points, I thought a lot of people would, would take tempting. them. I was tempted. I feel like the Cardinals have played really well, and everybody's like, hey, yeah, they're, they're better than we, yeah, you know, reality check. Yeah. Be like yeah. a 13 you know what? I'm buying it. I'm take the Cardinals to cover. I okay. like it. Drew Petzing. Win, though, right? uh, but the 49ers win. That's yeah. why Fred's the, the leader. Uh, all right. To go off now we zone. skip over <laughs> the Patriots at 425. And we go to 820 on NBC. Uh, the 2-1 Chiefs Ugh. are at the 1-2 Jets. Oh. The two and one Taylor Swift. Yeah, we got Taylor Swift in attendance. What do you got? She's Swift never going to go to a game York. again. After Kansas City by Jets nine game. and a half. Nine and a half. Um, I'm definitely going to take Kansas City here. And yeah, I just I I gotta lay those points. I I think it's they've got some good mojo with Taylor Swift going right now, <laughs> and I think they're gonna they're gonna win by more than ten. Yeah, they might even have like a home field advantage. Unless Kelsey's distracted, I could have gone the Kelsey's distracted route. Well, all the Swifties no. are using when their methods of going to concerts to go get game tickets. You want to play well. You don't get distracted when the girls in attendance. You, you want to show seen out. It go both I don't ways. know. I don't know. Looking up into the stands, like where is she? It's she always it's like in an NBA game when like Rihanna is there, and, like and, right like, there, and every every player is just oh, like yeah, dropping yeah. forty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, young Young Will Perillo did not perform well with his girlfriend in attendance one. <laughs> game last year i'll tell you that <laughs> that's funny chiefs chiefs i like the chiefs both ways too i i i don't feel bad for the jets but like part of me does I like do. you know it I just feel bad for zach I yeah do. part of me does i do feel bad because oh, that's just miserable like and you, you got it for like four plays i don't know what would be worse if you were like six and two and it was working and then he got hurt would that be even worse i, I think it would because then, then you really knew, like, we're on to something, we're excited, and then yeah, it gets – I think this one, you never really had a chance yeah. to get excited. I don't know, but, I, like, I compared – like, the only thing we have is, like, 08, right? And, like, that just – knowing the se- – like, and they, and they ended up being scrappy. Like, they won yeah. 11 games, but, like, knowing the season was over yeah. a quarter into the season was so brutal. But at least for the Patriots, they had all that success, and it was like, oh, we're not going to win a fourth one right away. Right. You know, like, the Jets haven't been good in forever. Yeah. yeah. Some unfinished bit. Like, 42 felt like, oh, you lost that one. Like, let's get back. You got most of the same guys Oh, back, yeah. No, it's uh, – Evan's right. It sucked. You want to see Matt And the season was over that day. Yeah. Lane he, was like, well, maybe he'll come back this year. I'm like, you don't understand. It's an ACL. Like, he's all – like, just stop. <laughs> even, the host, even the host said it. <laughs> Lane was like, okay. I'm so mad. It's not even worth watching football this year. Were you year? throwing stuff at the TV? <laughs> no, that so that got me in trouble. So in the first tunable, I was throwing pillows around. And like, yeah, it didn't go well. That's probably the first time. Strangely, I didn't stay with mind. that girl. Pretty close. Of course, I, Kansas was City new, both ways. I was a new dad by about three days ago. I will also uh, <laughs> oh God. say Kansas City both ways. But if you really believe the Patriots are going to go on that roll, you kind of want the Jets to win for seeding at the end of the year. <laughs> Chess. No. I think. <laughs> I don't get any. The, uh, J- the Jets are the division team. Aren't you rooting against the division team? No, but uh, they're, they're going to be a non-factor. Oh. We're talking about overall seeding. They can beat seating. Kansas City, but they're a non-factor. We're talking about overall seeding. 
Um, let's see. Monday night, 8-15, the 2-1 and one Seahawks are at the 1-2 and two Giants. Giants by one. One point. Uh, God, I don't know. I'll take the Giants at home. Lay the point. I don't know. I'm going to take Seattle. I don't know why. I'm taking Seattle, too. I love Geno. Geno Smith and that whole story of like his career resurrection is, re- is a great, great story. I'm taking Geno. I'll take the Giants. I'm going to take the Seahawks. The Giants are in trouble. They're in trouble. They they got a quarterback who's really not that good, and they, they lost Barkley. I'm, I'm taking the Giants. All right, now we go. I think Barkley's playing. Oh, he's playing? He's back? I think so. Oh. Huh. I don't think it's um, – for certain, but right. I think that they, I'm gonna they stick, think he has a I'll chance. stick with Seattle anyway. All right, now we go back to the Patriots at 425. I forgot about that. Uh, the one and two Patriots are at the two and one Cowboys. Barkley is making progress is the latest. Mm-hmm. Making yeah. progress, okay. Um, I'm sorry, Dallas by six and a half. Six and a half. All right, I'm doing it. I'm switching my pick from early in the week. I'm going to take New England. I'll take those points. Um, not, not getting over 25, but I'm going to take – the Patriots, 24 to 23. Nailbiter. That means they have a 24 nothing lead. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots, 21. Cowboys, 17. Oh. Wow. I, turned, I think I turned everybody. I have been saying the Patriots are going to win this game all week. I am sticking with the Patriots, 20 to 17. Wow. And the Patriots get their signature win. They could mess around. Here. Saints next. Yes, Evan um, has swayed me as well. No, um, I entered the no. week I, and I picked on Monday. I picked the well, Cowboys to win thirty-four. Picking the Patriots. Thirty-four seventeen. I have now amended that to the Cowboys twenty-seven seventeen. Okay, ah. I, I like that. Better. I've taken the touchdown away. I like that. But better. you still have the Cowboys. I still have. I still have Dallas winning. Okay, twenty-seven seventeen. Ye of little faith. Doesn't have nothing to do with faith. Yeah, I. I uh, it's, it's logic. Patriots both ways. 27-20. 27. I think they're going to score 27 points. I do. I do declare that is going to be awesome. Evan, eventually they got br- <laughs> they got to break out eventually. I, I, I'm for it. I just, <laughs> I'm for it. I think it's great. I like it. Just remember. I think you are. No right. one's coming. <laughs> no one's coming. It isn't a dope. So maybe fast track <laughs> just inside. We should put that no on rain. the new PU shirts. Well, let's, just like, let's play it. No you guys like coming. waiting outside the team hotel to like catch the team plane. They're like, no one is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it I don't meant. know what you're waiting for. <laughs> no one's coming. All right. Uh, that's going to so do it for this now? edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Stay tuned for Catch 22 with Evan and Alex. They'll be up right after this. Pre-game social two to four on Sunday. And we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.